0: And boom yes it's our ugly mugs and natai your fucking thing fucked up why and john isn't even there god i love doing live it, streams
1: how did i how it's my i was it my fuck fault I, fucked up? Fuck?
0: I don't know but I, I just want everyone to know before i actually do the intro here we discovered that discord has a new feature can you tell
1: can you tell we're, we're a child can, we're can you tell that we're we... very
0: easily amused <laughs> And we all have a theme of characters staring at us. I think I I gotta go. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest though, Natai. Your yours looks the best. How dare you?
1: (laughs) Don't you don't you want Speedwagon to just pick you over from the crack of your door while you're doing your thing? It's my favorite. Maybe. Commentating my life,
0: maybe. But uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I can barely get this fucking shit out. I'm Come your host monster, Alex. I'm your host Alex, but you can call me Sid, by uh, And joining me tonight, you can see I have our poster extraordinary Natsai and our czar of source material John. Oh, wait,
2: wait. <laughs> why? Why would you? Why would you
3: do this? Why would you do wow. this? I'd steal another YouTuber's intro. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Bless Jack though. (laughs) You say Jack,
1: Jack, that 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 volume level reminded me of Ray William Johnson, if you remember that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, equals three dude? Equals three. I don't know why
1: Uh, it reminded it was reminded equals three, yeah.
0: Yo, yo, yes, yo, welcome into the to the uh, the stream. So we are going to be doing our 26th episode of our WTF series where we talk about whatever we want to talk about, whether it's anime related or not. Um, so uh, I got to bring the actual uh, doc up. So the first thing we're going to do is get into some uh, questions from our Discord server, which if you are not uh, on our Discord server, there is a link down below. It is, however, 18 plus, so all we ask is that you are at least 18 years of age if you join um,
1: Give the people what they want, Alex. Where's the fucking simp report?
0: Oh, it's coming after the questions. the sim, The simp report, the simp report, will be coming soon. Copyright infringement. Listen, Shinobu. Shinobu is for everybody. <laughs> um, but no. her face says otherwise. <laughs> well, you and I just got through reviewing the uh, the, the horniest part of second season.
1: No comments. <laughs>
0: Um, but no, let's get into our Discord questions. The first one we have is from uh, Class Ulysses. He asked, He actually asked this right before we did our last WTF. I just didn't have time to add it to the doc for this. Um, but it is uh, his question is, since we are getting so many anime adaptations every season, what do you guys miss from old anime that newer anime don't do?
3: Oh. Hand-drawn animation? What? Yeah, that's what i going to say. <laughs> I miss Have my 2D
0: horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I miss my I, 2D horses. <laughs> 2D horses. I missed
3: when everything was 2D and not fucking 3D CGI.
0: Yeah, I do. I do miss that too. I do think that there is a uh, too heavy of a reliance uh, on CG these days in modern anime. Yeah. Also, my headphones keep disappearing. It's because they're red. I don't know. For some reason, this this feature on Discord does not like the color red. So I also, for doesn't long... like
3: my fucking like coats in the background
0: <laughs> yeah well i had to move my bed sheet because it's blue and it kept picking that up too how's it oh, going it's going great
3: look like a fucking unprofessional now i should probably
0: take down my coat <laughs> thanks a lot alex yeah me fucking oh nice
3: work
1: come on man.
0: i think i think yeah i think we're all in agreement there like the biggest the biggest thing we miss from older anime is like 2d hand-drawn animation
1: i'll tell you what also like i used to like i don't know if it's relevant anymore but i Really missed used to miss a lot of like having complete adaptations. Oh, man. I'm
2: into
0: orange. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's uh, like busting through down there. What, is that? Yeah, is, what that is that? Yeah. What is that orange coat?
3: thing down there? Oh, that's uh my hunter's hunter safety orange.
0: Oh, your safety vest.
1: Why is it orange?
0: Because so it's a high way, visibility vest. It's not really. Oh,
1: high though, so you wouldn't it. get hurt. Gotcha.
0: So he doesn't get Dick Cheney'd. <laughs> I'm not stop you from getting
1: Dick Cheney. <laughs> Nothing can stop us from getting dicked. Anyway, wow. Whoa, okay, uh... <laughs> whoa, whoa, sir, whoa. This so is like, you, a, a... this is
0: YouTube. Calm yourself down, sir.
1: You calm down. Uh, so like, yeah, complete adaptations. But recently, we've been getting a lot more announcements of like continuations of dead shows. which is really cool so i don't know if it's relevant anymore
0: or just anime that from the outset they say yeah our intention is to completely adapt this like with the mushoka tensei they have said their their intention is to completely adapt the entire source material
1: which is cool because you know it's it's a shame getting like a 12 episode show which is really good and really enjoyable and you're like oh and that's it yeah And bye
0: (laughs) it ends on a cliffhanger
1: bye and only in the past like two years it feels like we're getting continuations of these dead shows like like what, which one was it that was really shocking? Like, Devil's a Part-Timer is getting a second yeah. season? Like, out of nowhere. It's like, that's cool. So maybe maybe we're getting more stuff. That's cool.
0: I don't think anyone expected that announcement with Devil's a nah. Part-Timer getting a second season. It, it it gives me hope that one day we'll get that elusive anime White Whale a second season of No Game, No Life.
1: Mm, never.
0: Freaking <laughs> doubt it, dude.
1: Yeah, I, it's never happening.
0: It is, it is anime's White Whale, though.
3: Listen, the, no, um, the sales of the novel have just never dipped low enough for it to need a second season. You That's know?
0: true. That's true. It, is, it has recently come back from a hiatus, though, so maybe that gives it some hope. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being naive and just really want a second you know, season of the anime.
1: You know what is a, the true white wheel of anime? Hmm. A good Berserk adaptation. Yes, <laughs>
0: absolutely. Yeah. That's what I miss about old anime. Fucking 2D Berserk animation
1: man if we could go back in time go to like whoever was responsible for that like OLM oh, go do another season mm-hmm. of Berserk please that would be nice
0: mm-hmm. please uh, <laughs> they're still waiting for Yamada-kun in the Seven Witches season 2 I have never seen it but people told me that the first season is actually pretty decent looks, so looks good Um, All right. Next question uh, comes from New Vegas Savior. What anime, manga, light novels, etc., do you think would be perfect for other media like live action TV, movies, or video games?
1: Rokugoshinju should be a live action show.
0: I completely agree. I think Shinju would make a great live action. Give give
1: this to like I want like a like I try to think of. Martin Scorsese.
0: Martin Scorsese. No. Like, yeah. Actually, you know what? I, actually actually I think Martin Scorsese could actually do a really good Rakugo Shinju adaptation.
1: It'd be such a flex for him too. It's like, okay, I'm gonna direct the shit out of this scene about this guy just performing multiple characters. Like, yeah. I'd watch that actually.
0: Yeah, I would 100% watch it if Martin Scorsese would direct it. Um, so for, for things like anime, manga, light novels, I think if you're going to go for like a live action adaptation, if you're going to do it successfully, you need to pick something that's somewhat grounded. Like if you're going to go with a high fantasy thing that has a lot of fight scenes and whatnot, I, I, you're going to disappoint a lot of people. But if you pick something yeah. that's grounded in, in mostly reality, I think that that can actually work in live action. Good example. I think a live action Violet Evergarden could one hundred percent work because it's so grounded in reality. Same thing with something like um, March comes in like a lion. Mm. I think yeah, they're very
3: story heavy and story driven. Mm-hmm. Like as long as because what is the biggest problem with uh, anime? It's fucking anime. It's got anime. Physics. It's weird. It's got yeah. like anime logic, anime characters, anime logic, anime physics, and it's basically the only way you could recreate that in live action is to use shitty CG because it's gonna mm-hmm. be super expensive otherwise, right?
2: Mm.
3: So quite obviously, like fucking like Attack on Titan, for example, um the live action movie there. The two live like, action was, movies. The two live two was
0: it two? There was a sequel yeah, to there the first two. one. Yeah, there were two oh, movies. Lord. Yeah.
3: How did it even make money the first time around? I don't understand. But the name. Yeah, like yeah, the name. To be honest. Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's too much production value. No one's actually gonna fucking like want to produce this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it costs us like fucking um four hundred million dollars. Like no. No one's fucking shooting a movie for four hundred million dollars.
1: You know what would be a pretty easy show to adapt into a live-action like Hollywood, like, Western adaptation? Bakano. It literally takes place in, like, the States. and It's, like, gangster story.
0: Yes, or 91 Days.
1: 91 Days is also, like, a great example. Because, like, a lot of these shows, like, so I say Rakugo Shinju because I'd love to see that. March comes in, like, a line as well. But they are very much Japanese stories in that culture. The problem with Bakano
3: is that there's a lot of, like, anime fight scenes in it. And if you want really good production value on, like, the train fight scenes, for example, like the, uh, the right eye, right? Hmm.
2: Like, it'd be oh. really
3: fucking like, hard to recreate that without a huge budget. Yeah. I, I mean, feel I like don't anime, know. Anime adaptations, at least in my opinion, never get a huge budget. Like, they hmm. want to keep it under a certain amount. Um,. Yeah. I don't think so, I've but seen the, any of them for like over, I think, $10 million. Like, no you, one makes anime movies for more than that.
1: You're totally correct. Because you like you know what's the best like quote unquote anime adaptation there is. Hmm. Like, the fucking Matrix is basically Ghost in the Shell. I but mean, Western, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't and know. Movie, <laughs> I mean, and that movie has like um, like a big budget and just visionary directors. I would, and for I some would reason, argue, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> I would argue it's it's not an
0: anime adaptation. It's actually a light novel at ad- a Hollywood light novel adaptation. Or I think it's just a novel, not a light novel. But it's very anime inspired. But,
1: that's my point. But right? no, it's yeah, very...
0: But I would say that on on the same vein, an actual adaptation of something from Japan that I thought was good was um, Edge of Tomorrow, because it's mm. an adaptation of All You Need Is Kill.
1: And that movie also has like a big budget. Like, fucking Tom that's, Cruise. That's the
0: thing key point, big budget. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was never really marketed as a a, a Hollywood an anime, or live action yeah. adaptation of no, a Japanese they just, property.
3: They literally just was like, oh, we're gonna change All You Need Is Kill to Edge of Tomorrow. I didn't even know it was a fucking Japanese graphic novel, to be honest. Mm. Is it a graphic? And, I thought it was a
0: novel novel.
3: Yeah, it's like, it's supposed to be a graphic novel, I believe. Mm. Um, whatever the difference between a graphic novel and a manga is, I don't actually know. But... I do remember we talk about Edge of Tomorrow a lot because that is one of them that I watch and I, I love Edge of Tomorrow. I thought it was uh, great. I yeah like as far as action flicks go and stuff I did not mind it. Hmm. Uh, Tom Cruise, <laughs> my opinions on him aside, did a great job being the main character. <laughs> yeah, it's like he played you know action movie action. It's Tom Cruise man action movie. Come on,
1: but you might as yeah, well, well change be- the- his character's name to Tom. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh,
0: the
3: but same. yeah, I the it's, a, it's... Of IT Chapter one and two is doing a live action of Attack on Titan. What? What? Uh, yeah, what? I think there
0: is actually going to be a Hollywood adaptation of Attack on Titan, and I do believe I have heard that too. That the director of the newest It, uh, for the longest time is doing for the
1: longest time. Like there was like rumors of an Akira project that Christopher Nolan was attached to. Which
0: Apparently, that's still I a wish. Thing.
1: Apparently I that's still wished. a
0: thing. It's just been stuck in development hell. Um, See, hero yeah. would be too ambitious. How would you? It's gonna
3: be CGI crap. It is. The, the, it is. the
0: ending will be for sure. I just don't know how you can do that whole thing without with practical effects and make it look
1: good. What fucking wasn't like? I haven't watched it. What what is it Pacific Rim an anime movie? <laughs>
0: I mean, it has didn't a lot of just hallmarks give, of anime in it.
1: Well, didn't they just give, like, what's his name, Guillermo del Toro, just a shit ton of money, it's like, okay, I'm going to make my mecha anime. Yeah, and it was like, like... People liked it, right?
3: Yeah, kind of. The
1: first, first movie, the first movie
3: was good. So the problem with... So Pacific Rim wasn't so much an anime adaptation as it was just, like, Guillermo del Toro's love letter to animation. Yeah, right? to, like, kaiju and... Like and mecha's, yeah, and mechas right? and kaiju... And, like, it had... I was really hyped for Pac-Realm. That's why I I fucking... I wanted to love it, but it has glaring, obvious issues, like the fact that, like, every fucking kaiju movie, there's not enough kaiju action. (laughs) Yeah, Like, Mm -hmm. most of it is fucking human drama, and, you know, that's what sells in Hollywood, right? That's the human drama aspect of all these movies, and I don't know why, because I go to a kaiju movie to watch fucking kaiju fight, so...
1: (laughs)
0: it does seem like Ooh. that's what kaiju has kind of devolved into though it's all about like the human element of it it's not about the actual Ooh. fighting between the kaiju anymore
1: why are these people they do these like focus tests on that they get these like fucking oh yeah we need more human <laughs> stories you think that
0: movie. Hollywood like, focus <laughs> tests anything anymore
1: i mean yeah the that's all reason
3: off the street like outside the studio hey, hey you kid come here
2: <laughs> come you? Right. you want come to right. write a movie
3: you're, you're between the ages of 12 and 16 huh you wanna you wanna come watch this movie? <laughs> That's
0: how it, I don't know I what kind of it. accent that was, but it was great. <laughs> um, Naruto directed by James Gunn? No, I'll pass, thank you. Sorry on James Gunn. <laughs> I don't want to see Naruto directed by James Gunn. I don't want to see Naruto in live action. <laughs> I just don't think it can work. One Piece directed by Zack Snyder? I think that no. could work. Although I knew I do know that Netflix is doing a One Piece live action television show. And, the
1: realistic casting not too long ago. I will say at least the cast I has a passing resemblance
0: to the characters. Um, Gunsmith Cats. Okay, yeah, I, I did want to bring that up. Gunsmith Cats would be great in live action. Gunsmith Cats, however, is something I really would love to see an anime studio actually get the, the, the rights to and do again. But they have to do it hand-drawn because that's the only way Gunsmith Cats can work. I don't want to see that fucking car chase scene throughout through the streets of Chicago with the fucking CG cars. No.
3: You know, a hundred percent it's gonna be CG if it's a live action remake. Come on, man.
0: Well, I mean, the the live action, I think they could do pretty much a practical effects because it's just it's car chases and gunfights.
3: But um... I even no, they're gonna CGI it like. So the amount of money it costs to like practical that versus how much it costs to CGI it hmm. is astronomical. Like you have to build a whole set. You might have to close a circuit, like they're gonna yeah, fucking yeah. green screen CGI it a hundred percent, especially given like the length of the chase scene.
0: True. That yeah, that chasing goes on for a long time, um, which
3: is probably why they're gonna do that. Like that's I just do the love
0: thing... Ben Smith Cats though. <laughs> yeah, Did you guys so...
1: watch the Speed Racer? Oh God. That they yeah. Let, what was that like?
0: I oh. who if you thought if you thought you had to be on drugs to watch the original Speed Racer,
1: I love the I love I the Family Guy skit.
2: Yeah,
3: what kind of drug would you take to make Speed Racer the anime any more enjoyable? Like uh, I don't speed, think any drug... obviously.
1: No, I don't under. No, I love no. the Family Guy skit they did on Speed Racer. It's like Speedy, haha! <laughs> <laughs>
0: um let's see i think that yeah i've read that one uh and a robot the oh, way the director of it is also doing a robotech movie i did not hear that um thor 3 the director of thor 3 is directing the akira live action movie okay that
3: okay. Forgetting you lizzie's high school dxd live action yeah high school, DxD oh, high school yeah DxD, that's just called
0: porn man That that's called porn <laughs> yeah just go to the strip club man just go to a strip club you'll see high school dxd in live action Uh, the company did pacific rim legendary pictures is also doing a live action gundam i mean sure could work i mean it's good it's a good studio to do it obviously if they did pacific rim uh all right next question which we spent way too much time on this question um yeah i know from from Earl Gray, he always asks the most convoluted questions. So here we go. If you could choose to have any of the enhancing powers from any anime, for example, chakra manipulation, Sage Arts, uh, N E N or Devil Fruit powers, etc., which would it be and why? And I don't mean superpowers like quirks from MHA or anything like that.
3: Wait, Nen? Mm-hmm. Like from Hunter x Hunter? I'm assuming Hunter that
0: Hunter? I'm, I'm assuming that's what he means.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like basically chakra, but.
0: I, can I can I answer this question first? Because it, it may not be like a superpower of sorts. I just want to be as smart as L from Death Note, please. Can I just be what that fuck? smart? See, you're a fucking fool.
3: Because what <laughs> other fool. superpower would be fucking better than a the Death ability Note? to guess what you're going to say next? <laughs> 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 Dude, I totally get hand powers. Fuck that. Stands, yeah. A fucking
1: stand arrow. <laughs> a stand arrow, yeah. Isn't that an amplification power though?
0: I... But no, that's like.
1: Error. Wait, wait, no, that's like an. Um...
0: It depends because some stand. It depends every, on the stand. Every, every stand, every stand works differently. I mean, there is no one what universal of, stand.
1: Which type of stands are like amplification powers? That's actually. a... Uh... Huh. That's a good question.
0: Amplification and like how like it can amplify
1: your strength or something. Like I could like I tried to go by the logic of the question. Hmm. I don't know.
0: Naruto powers all the way. Vectors from elf and lead. Now that would be good because you could murder people from a distance and no one would ever see it coming. There's. It leaves no evidence behind. I don't know. I mean. Stands would be nice though. It just depends on what stand, because some people get shitty stands, like the what sun.
1: <laughs> it's, it's literally the sun.
0: It's literally the sun, or uh, um...
1: strength. It's cheap the monkey. Trick. The boat. Cheap, cheap trick is just rough. Cheap trick. It's like oh, I guess I'll die then.
0: It's it's power. <laughs> it's stand power is literally it kills the stand user. <laughs> I'm die. Thank you forever. I'm die. <laughs> <laughs> um mm. hey ya from part 7 is kind of a bullshit stand too um it's called hey ya. yeah there is a stand called hey ya. <laughs> fucking hey. <laughs>
1: hey ya that's great its oh. power is it, it literally
0: encourages its stand user it just it just shouts words of encouragement at you so there's you know this what? one. You say like you say that's a bad power up
3: for a stand. Mm. However, in a real life application, <laughs> for a depressed person, it would cheer... be a great stand. Having your own personal like cheerleader stand wouldn't be a terrible thing, in my opinion. So,
1: so I'd always like it... to
3: have a hype man. That's why. <laughs> you always got a hype man in the background, like, oh shit, you're <laughs> <do> it, bro, <laughs> fucking kill that. Oh shit, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Fucking like Bruno Mars walking in with his plastic <laughs> <laughs> uh, In uh, One Piece, there's this one fruit, devil fruit, power called the Kilo Kilo fruit, which allows you to change your weight around.
0: I thought for a second you said Kill the Kill fruit, and I'm like, wow, is that some copyright infringement or what? Trigger no. should be pissed. Kilo Kilo. Kilo kilo, kilo. every fruit.
3: every fucking devil fruit needs the rhyme as the same. It's a, it's a, a, no, it's like,
1: like a... A, uh, um, what's the fucking name of it? pitapana no uh like the sounds
3: onomatopoeia
1: yeah that onomatopoeia yeah every one of them is that so this one just allows you to change your like weight or whatever so so
0: my oc stand is just the portal gun with black holes white holes and wormholes is it called black hole sun please tell me it's called black hole sun
1: have you watched the fan like anime series they they're doing for JoJo? See, I have like, heard about it. Data?
0: I have heard about it, but I I, I haven't seen it yet. No, is
1: it's it good? pretty. It's, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. I like it. If like I the if I ever characters... get the
0: chance to do that, though, like I want to do uh, I want to do a uh, like a JoJo's part that takes place after Part Six, and like the whole ending no of spoilers. that. Is... I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm just gonna say I would have the ending of Part Six be different. And allow us to go forward in time from this universe. And I would make the main character uh, the invisible baby from part four.
1: So like the main the main character stand in this like uh, what's the name of this like uh, fan project, like Blood Son Vendetta. So is the stand name of his of his character is called Black Hole Sun. Ah which is pretty fucking good, yeah.
0: Yes, either that, like or, either that or Muse. Muse is also a good a good name for that stand. Hmm. Muse, Muse. I, yeah, speaking of uh, of um, of Muse. I hope that when we get to the anime adaptation of Part Seven, they use a um, a Muse song for the ED. I hope it's Knights of Cydonia, because I think it
1: would be that's perfect. a pretty hype song. I
0: think it would be perfect for Part Seven.
1: What were your bets for the ED for part six? We have. About I two days I still until we I, find I, out.
0: I don't I don't. Yeah, it's a couple of days until we find out. Um, I'm still thinking it's gonna be Clocks from Coldplay. I, I that's what I think it's gonna be.
1: That'll be pretty cool. Um, two
0: I'll days. probably be 100 percent wrong, but because I would never have guessed Freaking You would be the ED for part five.
1: Every time I close <laughs> my eyes. <laughs>
0: Um, Alright, next question is uh, from Parathis. He asks, The Unholy Trinity, if you could choose three main character villain protagonists as a top tier for villainy, who would it be and why? And also, why did you pick Lord Aynes? Mm. First of all, Eines is the supreme
3: being. He is not evil. He is basically God. So it's basically Jesus.
0: <laughs> basically Jesus.
3: He's, he's God and Jesus all wrapped into one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> But um yeah, see I hate to say it. Well no, Ein's a hundred percent evil, but <laughs> I wouldn't say he's like a villain or a super villain. So like we're that's on like that's, that's fucking um that's like light, you know, mm-hmm. or like Dio or like
1: Kira from part Kira. four. Yeah,
3: Kira. no, hundred percent no Dio
1: Kira, Kira is a- an incredible villain. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going on the JoJo train, the Dia- I mean the boss from Part Five is like a. Oh, uh,
3: Diavolo. Diavo- mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Diavo- Diavolo. I thought it was Diavolo. I mean, however you want to pronounce it in the English, uh, or the English dub, they say Diavolo.
1: Um. Who else did I- like? I don't know if I can call him a villain.
3: Quite literally, but... my three top super villains
1: would be from Jojo's, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> really <laughs> Dio, Kira, and Diablo. Like, right.
2: <laughs> it's
1: pretty perfect. If we yeah. want to spread our we we'll spread like spread our horizons a bit. I don't know like I don't know if he is a villain, but Askalad is a pretty nasty mm,
0: dude. Askalad from Vinland Saga, yes. Oh. Also, Also.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. Kaiki from Monogatu.
0: I mean, I don't think Kaiki's
1: a villain. He's not a villain. He's a businessman. He yeah, likes money. He He's an honest businessman.
3: He doesn't, like, kick dogs just because, right? Or okay, steal your girl's true. first kiss. Or like, throw your on.
0: dog into an incinerator.
3: Yeah, like, I think Kaiki, he may be a piece of shit, but. But he's I not a villain. He's, true. He's not necessarily a villain. He's certainly okay, an everybody... antagonist. He's antagonistic, sure, but it's just like how I don't think Ainz is a villain. Like, gotcha. do they do anything with the intention to, like, they're actually just being pieces, huge pieces of shit. Like, Ainz has an intention behind what he's doing, and hmm. most of his evilness is just, like, I guess not being the the good guy that everyone wants him to be. Where he's just like, hmm. oh, no, we'll save everyone. Like, and he's like, no, fuck that, I don't care. Was hmm. that have oh, nothing so... to do with, with uh, Nazarick? Oh, uh, yeah, whatever, let them die.
1: Wait, so Chad is calling us out. The question was for main characters, though.
0: Yeah, well, Ainz is definitely a main character, for sure.
1: So Kira, I mean, Light from Death Note, I think.
0: Yeah, Light Light from Death Note would definitely be in thing. that. I mean, because I think while he is killing criminals, I, mostly, um, he's still kind of evil.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's some really, like, Dark, shitty pulls during that sh- the show just for just you know for, what? for for if, spite.
0: Off the top of my head, <laughs> off the top of my head, if I actually just had to choose characters who were main characters that were villains to put in a top tier, I'd probably say Eines, uh, Light, and Ascalan, because Ascalan is one hundred percent a main character and in,
1: in yeah, I mean Vinland it's so like that. his. It's, like, a few episodes into the show, it's like, oh, I guess this is the for show now. It pretty is much the is. Like, yeah. the, the yeah. main
0: character switches from Thorfinn to Askeladd after, like, episode 4
1: I'm trying to think of a good... Hmm.
0: And I don't think anyone would argue that, I mean, while Askeladd isn't, like, 100% evil, many of the things he does is pretty fucking evil.
1: Kind of fucked up.
0: He is kind of fucked up, man. He pillages and rapes and... It's not good. Okay, but if we're gonna, then I don't know. Is Griffith a, a main character? I wouldn't say so. Griffith mm. did absolutely nothing wrong. He is not a villain. Fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. Was, I'm Shut gonna up. sacrifice
1: you to the fucking god hand, dude. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not rape the love of his life? Yeah. She's fucking. <laughs> Gee. I don't, um, that that would
0: be my answer if I had to just pick off the top of my head, though. Just of main character type villains.
1: I've only watched two episodes of Redo of Healer but that main character is like just the speaker. Kiaru.
0: Okay, okay. Okay, Karu. Kairu? But I don't even, even his... remember his name. Okay, Ar-Guru. you got me. You got me there. You you might have found someone more evil than
3: Askeladd. <laughs> See, that's the problem though. He's conditionally evil. He doesn't like he gets revenge on people who have wronged him or are mm. terrible people. Like if you're an innocent person, then he won't do anything to you.
2: Mm.
1: But look that's how true. much he went, like how much he planned and put himself through just to fuck someone.
3: I mean, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: Literally. <laughs> literally. And then go beyond. It's like, wow, dude. Okay. <laughs> I get nothing.
0: That's actually not but a again, bad pick. Again, that's based
1: on only two episodes. And I was like, yeah, okay.
0: Injustice Superman. There now. you go. That's not a bad pick. I guess he didn't even say this had to be from anime so we could have literally picked anyone we didn't even have to limit ourselves literally to anime an anime podcast man <laughs> uh, but Injustice Superman is also a good choice
1: well if we're going beyond anime I mean Frank Underwood from House of Cards is pretty good
0: that's true I mean even the person that plays him is pretty fucking even... evil <laughs> yeah, <I> know.
1: <laughs> remember <laughs> he, the video we posted at, yeah when he was he... in
0: character and he was like trying to apologize like Jesus Christ man! what
1: the fuck was that
0: talk about being know, out like... of
1: touch I don't want Kevin Spacey smoking, but fuck.
0: It's a shame about Kevin Spacey too because he's actually a really good actor.
1: It's like oh shit, all of these movies are now ruined because this pedophile is. No, the best. The crap.
0: best thing is some of the movies he's been in. Some of the lines you said have completely new context, Like the movie Baby Driver, when he says, oh. "I just I was blown away by the balls on that kid." Like yeah, you were Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Redo of healer best anime of the year. I well, I mean, it would definitely be in the running this year. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, this year maybe. Um, I know. Well, a couple years ago, we very nearly added, or was it earlier this? It was earlier this year. Our our um our award show from earlier this year, we very nearly named Interspecies Species viewers as anime of the year for last well... year. Industry's yeah. reviews
1: is genuinely a good show. It though. is
0: genuinely a really good show. <laughs>
1: it's it's genuinely a good comedy.
0: All right, next question, which also comes from Classy Ulysses. Uh, the next couple of questions come from him. Uh, do you think we get some repetitive anime from different genres? Yes, all Isekai yes. are almost entirely the yes. same. <laughs> the Isekai I genre.
3: That. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you're a sword, sometimes you're a dragon, sometimes you're a refrigerator, sometimes S- you're a slime, sometimes, sometimes you're a pair you're of a panties, skeleton. Sometimes you're a pair of panties. Sometimes your mom is there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your mom's there. Sometimes uh, you reincarnate and your little sister follows you and tries to destroy all the women
0: you're trying to sleep with. Yes. So yeah, you're right. So isekai is all the same.
1: (laughs) The day I saw the visual for In Another World with my smartphone, I was like, this genre is dead. It's
0: done. <laughs> I, I, I say that, but no, like, one of the, th- the shows that I loved the most about this year was Mushoku Tensei, and it's an isekai. That's right. Um, it's, it, but it's, Isn't that
1: just a generally good show, though?
0: It is. Um, it's It's well It's well done as well. Like, te- you know what else te- is an well isekai? Mm. Slime Tensei? I like that a lot, too.
3: <laughs> That's right. You don't get to pick and choose your isekai.
0: Trakun, Trakun! Trakun! <laughs>
1: Tracking um, has got his work cut out for him.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, th- I think that is really the answer. That is probably the most repetitive genre in. You know Anyone else
3: is a uh, uh, yeah, hundred percent isekai. That's just yeah. because I feel like that's just the flavor of the month, right? Like isekai, the flavor, of, like been like the, the flavor of the month decade? for like the five
1: yeah, half a decade. <laughs> okay. No.
3: But I feel like I don't watch anime, so I can't really look at a list and you be like, lies 100%. you breathe. What's the last anime I watched? Um,
0: Ghost in the Shell, because you had to watch it for a review. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it'd be Ghost in the Shell. Other than that, I haven't watched any anime. Oh, Ghost in the Shell is like, like, the last. Ghost in the Shell.
0: Um... <laughs> um...
3: <laughs> but I feel like there's probably a different genre that's repetitive. I mean, shonen. Like, there's always three or four shonen shows. It, it, fucking, it can like, be. A,
0: old, old school shounen, especially shounen from like the. The late '80s through like the early 2000s was really, really repetitive. They all had the um, the underdog MC pretty much. They all had tournament arcs. They all had, well, they all were very long running.
1: Jujutsu Kaisen was pretty good
0: though. Jujutsu Kaisen was really good. I I, I stopped short of calling that like an actual shonen though because it's it's too violent to be an actual shonen.
1: What are you? Too violent? There's people getting eviscerated. You know JoJo is a shonen.
0: I know that, but it's also very old school shonen in the fact that people rarely die. They just get knocked out. No, they get retired. R- retired.
3: <laughs> 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 it isn't until later that they're just like right, straight up it, people. It just really die. It,
0: re- it really wasn't until part 5 that people were just getting killed left right and center.
3: <laughs> Unintended.
1: You're just so a cousin.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Anyway, okay as long as you're not a dog you'll be safe yeah no, right. as long as
0: you're not just a random small animal in the jojo's universe you're fine <laughs> uh oh you mean one piece alex's favorite yeah should fuck off with one piece it's still going it'll still be going when i'm 80 years old it'll still never going. die still good. Uh, okay, next question, which also comes from uh Classy Ulysses. Do you feel burned out from watching new anime, but watch some old anime because of the nostalgia and how good it was? Yes. 100%, all the time. <laughs> I do nothing
3: but watch old anime at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and pick
0: up new shitty light novels?
3: <laughs> yeah, like, novels and manga, I will just keep constantly adding to my fucking 500-page list. Like, that. that's just who I am now. I don't, <laughs> that's why I don't fucking... Like, watch anime. I have to pick what I do with my time very carefully because I don't have enough fucking time (laughs) to do anything anymore. Like, if I want to watch YouTube videos, for example, like, I I gotta, like, all right, if I watch YouTube videos, I can't play video games or I have to, like, Mm. procrastinate on work. Like, oh, I'm not going to edit that episode of the podcast today. Oh, I don't think I'll be doing my homework today. (laughs) Like, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Mm. Like, right now, I'm multitasking because we're streaming, but I'm also playing Pokemon. Where's my... oh, I like how I like oh, how it oh. makes you completely disappear <laughs> when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Holy camouflage.
0: shit! You literally camouflage yourself with a switch. I'm For anyone who on. ever thought that John could never hide behind a switch, you're wrong.
1: I but... mean, there are pre- some pretty big network switches, you know, Alex. And... Yeah, that is very true. Some <laughs> network switches are huge.
3: <sighs> my point is, unless I multitask and do shit like this, hmm. like if i feel like i'm in the mood for anime like after watching the bebop live action i just want to go
0: watch bebop now that's true
1: that's how i felt yeah three two
0: one let's jam Uh, (atisfied)
1: ( argued) (mumbles) (speaking) uh, cries
0: (laughs) (laughs) bang um but yeah i I think i definitely get burned out from time to time um it's it's funny because lately <clears throat> we've kind of been going back and reviewing and or doing spoiler cast for older shows, and it hasn't given me as much time to, to delve into, like, multiple anime from each season. Like, right now I think I'm only watching three or Monogatry. four. Don't. Well, well no, I'm watching, like, three or, <laughs> or four things from this season, and everything else is just going to be stuff that we're reviewing or, or doing spoiler cast for on our podcasts. And it's – right now we, we're on a kick of doing older stuff. hmm so just I'm just man. <laughs> We're just yeah. old anime fans at this no. point. We're being nostalgicated by all the better shows. <laughs> but Natai, like, correct me if I'm wrong. You and I are having a really good time doing the Monogatari spoiler casts.
1: It's just so good. It's 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 insane to me. Like, we've spent so many hours talking about this show, mm-hmm. and it's still not enough. somehow. we still miss stuff.
0: I know. And
1: there's just so much to talk about like it's insane to me that there's still the, the old Monogatari episode that we talked about it for an hour and a half or something like that mm-hmm. for the entire show which did it a major disservice because as you can tell we spent almost an hour talking about four episodes
0: yeah John, John knows John remembers I
3: remember we're, we're sorry, sorry John sorry. If we're you guys sorry ever did that ever again I'll fucking fly over there and kick your ass
1: <laughs> every, every time we finish the recording of Monogatari we're like we're sorry John
0: Uh yeah, it's it's funny because we did the Bakemonogatari one, and we didn't even realize because Bakemonogatari was fifteen episodes, and we spent it was what an hour and forty five minutes, Sean, something like that, roughly (coughs) an hour and forty five minutes. And the second he he uh, he downloaded those files, he looked at him. He's like, he sent me a DM. What the actual fuck? (laughs) (laughs) We had an agreement.
2: it's We're why too, it's, too close to the sun
0: it's why we agreed to split our second season went up into three parts just can you imagine can you can imagine? imagine it'd be a We're three hour it'd be a three hour episode it'd be a three hours easily. recording easily if we you know do i'm gonna of...
3: i'm gonna start charging you guys how much i charge on uh fiverr for my services all right <laughs> good luck affording me for 45 dollars a minute oh shit
0: <laughs> oh man um yeah, uh, this season I'm pretty much watching Jabba's Reincarnation and some old anime like Yukio, Orange, Naruto, and Black Lagoon. Uh, those are all great choices. Especially that's, that's Black Lagoon*.
1: That's the thing. People forget, like, oh, they need to watch the new stuff. There's so many good shows to watch. Yeah. From, like, old shows. And, you, and, only... you know,
0: I feel, I, I almost feel like some obligation to keep up with some of the more popular stuff each season. Simply yeah. because we do an anime podcast and it's like if it's really big, I feel like we have some kind of obligation to talk about it. But, yeah. I've just... I've got to the point where I, I'll pick out maybe three or four things that air each season I'll give them a shot if I like them, I'll keep going if not I'll drop them and watch old stuff or stuff that's been on my plan to watch list for a very long time
1: Odd tax is pretty good just saying
0: everyone says that and I have yet to I have yet to see it and
1: it's nice I enjoyed it release the
0: WTF cut yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, oh no <laughs> All right, and then you last don't want question. To listen we...
0: to
3: these episodes unedited, man.
0: No, yeah. no, you don't. Um, yeah, you don't want to listen to some of our podcast episodes unedited. Some of it's really bad. Some of it is just ten minutes of John going to the bathroom and taking a shit. Yeah, like I, you know what, nature calls. I gotta go. <laughs> we were, we're, were which one were we doing? We were doing a, a movie review, and I can't. Remember. Was, was it wasn't Ghost in the Shell? Was it? No, it wasn't Ghost in the Shell. It was whatever one we did before that. But like we were no, ten minutes. One you
3: and natai did angel's egg right yeah what
0: was
1: right. before was, that um uh, it's the one i missed i think before oh, that, it, was right? oh no. it, was it was akira it was yeah, yeah. akira yeah we all were right.
0: doing akira we got 10 minutes in and all of a sudden i'm in the middle of a sentence and just i'll be right back and then like 10 minutes later because like wow i feel better <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man nature called i was like i gotta go <laughs> because um,
3: you fucking make me record, like, the second I wake up, like, three minutes before noon, I'm waking up like, okay, I've, I've only slept, like, three or four hours, haven't ate nothing, haven't used the bathroom, I'm like, all right, let's get ready to record, very similar to today, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you're saying. So, what you're saying is. What you're saying is. <laughs> um And the you last need to my call again. Yeah, nature <laughs> yeah, might call. Um,
0: so the last question we have from our Discord server is: What are your least favorite video game genres? RTS. Um, say Moba. I
1: fucking hate mobas.
3: Yeah, I like, I, I, never MOBAs.
1: Yeah. Me, I never understood mobas. Yeah, miss got me got
3: with it. League, miss me with that the Pokemon Arenas or Pokemon Unite? Is that what the fuck it was? Heroes of the Storm,
1: if you remember that. Hots. Fucking hoatz, yeah. I
3: played it to get a Genji skin.
1: you' like, I I played for the Diva I, skin.
3: I fucking I love Starcraft. Right. I like RTSs. I like FPSs. I like RPGs. There's a lot of genres I like, but for whatever reason, I fucking do not like MOBAs. Like I've, as much as I've played them, I just don't. And yeah, I'd, I'd, I I would have answered to BR honestly because I hate BR mode as a, in general. But Apex is kind of Apex just, is like, pretty good. Yeah, Apex is, like, the only BR I enjoy playing. Like, I, I've i played them all. I've played PUBG. I've played Fortnite. I've played um, Call of Duty Blackout. Uh, I've played CSGO's wannabe fucking um BR mode, which is so – it's, like, the worst thing in the fucking world. <laughs> they, they spent no time developing it. They just did it because it's like, oh, God, this is the new mode everyone's playing. Let's make it ourselves, and it's so trash. But, like, I don't know. I, just, I don't know what it is about because MOBA is like it, there's skill to it which I appreciate but I hate having hard counters like the reason why I like Apex is because more so than your character selection uh if you just have good gunplay you can outplay someone like mm. you can out you can outmaneuver someone you can outgun them you can you, even out like advantage tactical like um
2: <clears throat>
3: fucking just. Outplay them. You can straight up just like, all right, well we're gonna use this and like we're gonna zip over here and then they're gonna funnel and then we're gonna be able to grenade spam them and it's like there's more to it, right? Than just oh you have a character that just lets you fucking win. And that's how I feel most mobas are that there's characters that just exist as hard counters that you can't really fucking outplay. Like it's a very hard. You you probably could if you were like fucking you know going by global ranking stuff like a diamond player versus like a bronze player. I. I Probably a diamond player could outplay a bronze player if they're playing their hard like counter, but like that's a huge skill gap.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um I don't have the name for this genre, but I remember when the new Animal Crossing came out and everyone were losing their shit about it. I was like, fine. I'll try I'll
3: fucking <laughs> I'll play Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'll play Animal
1: Crossing. And I don't, um... get, it. I don't well, get I don't get Well I
3: mean it. so
1: It's not for me
3: played like Simulated like other type of sim games, um, like I've, Harvest I've, Moon or Rune Factory, or uh,
1: I never played them, but I know of them. Or Minecraft. I them.
3: So I wouldn't say Minecraft. <clears throat> Minecraft is more of a survival game than any. Yeah, Minecraft
1: right? is kind of different.
3: Yeah, Minecraft is survival. Like these other games yeah. are not. not when survival. you play. It's not
0: survival when you play like I do. Yeah, <laughs> Just, building, just building constantly simulators. in creative mode, building a giant metropolis.
3: Yeah, you're place You're basically playing Sims on um yeah on Motherload mode. Yeah,
0: pretty much.
3: But yeah, so like, cause I my first Animal Crossing was um New New Horizons. That's the new one, right? For the
1: three like, New Horizons. One.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I literally got the New Horizons. Uh, so, fuck, I can't.
2: Oh 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 oh. <laughs> new there Horizon you go. Switch
3: right. I got I got the Animal Crossing Switch and Animal Crossing and stuff, and. I've never played Animal Crossing before in my life, but I do like sim games. Like, I, I love Harvest Moon. Like, Harvest Moon mm. Friends of Mineral Town is one of my most absolute favorite games. Mm. Um, mm. Rip Natsume and uh the <laughs> other people who... <laughs> what's the fucking... Uh, oh my god. I forget the development studio's actual name. They had to... <laughs> they had a falling out with Natsume, and they basically changed the the name from Harvest Moon to Story of Seasons if I remember correctly. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's like really bad. It's terrible, to be honest. But Mm -hmm. That's a shame. Yeah, if you don't like these type of sim games, you're definitely not going to like uh...
1: I I, I never had any experience with any of them. Yeah, but I thought to myself, I'll give it a shot. Why not? It just like it, it like I don't have any issue with the game. It just never, it's not for me. Like, I have a good, a yeah, good buddy sense. of mine, good buddy of mine, loved this shit. Every time he comes over, he just plays it all the time. And he's having a great time with it. And I'm like, I guess. like, like I, 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 I guess. I guess, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: we could just be shooting shit up and like fucking playing. But yeah, cars, I guess you could. Yeah. We, we'll just fucking. Do I this. guess
1: you're just going <laughs> to run around and pick your rocks and your bugs and hit people with your stick. And that's fine, I guess. I don't yeah, know. And... This is
3: fine. <laughs> Not, not, to, so I don't want to really want to call out anyone, but, um, my older sister, who was <laughs> never, <laughs> never ended, she's like the most normiest of all normies I've ever known in my fucking entire oh, life, Nathan. right? And she doesn't play video games. You know what video game got her to fucking play video games? Animal <laughs> Crossing. Like, she, she worked at Nintendo as a, uh, a game tester oh, for really? a little bit, and she beta tested, um, not beta test, she, she worked on that fucking DS one. Oh my
1: god. Uh, or New what it was Leaf called. or something?
3: I think so. New Leaf? I think, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's New Leaf. So she mm. played New Leaf and she had to test it and she just loved the game. So she actually bought like a, a New Leaf edition 3DS and like got <laughs> the game. And her name's in the credits somewhere. So it's actually pretty cool. But like, that's, cool. that's the game that got her to like, this is the only game I've ever seen her play. And that's kind of the appeal of Animal Crossing and like farming sim games, like um, Friends of Mineral Town and stuff like that, Story Seasons. Mm. It's that farming it's simulator really casual...
0: 2022.
3: <laughs> it's not really farming simulator, but it's like life. It's like a sim game, really. And it's the the appeal is that it's relaxing, calm. You can just play it mindlessly, like
1: it's it just chill. Well,
3: it's for normies. <laughs> like
1: mm.
3: it's not really like there's no special mechanics see that's one thing that is very interesting so if you know anyone who's actually doesn't play video games it's mm-hmm. hard to i had to put down my switch just to
0: like talk oh, to he got serious videos. he put down the fucking video so, game a lot
3: of people don't know this but if you play a lot of games you have something called gamer sense right yeah like something that you just pick up and learn like to us as video gamers when we see like let's say there's two paths in front of you one is lit and one is not lit. Which path do you take? We're always always gonna assume. Well, the lit one is the one they want us to take. You know, just like how fucking um when we what the fuck is it? I'm trying to remember the game. Hold on. Which one? I think one? it's Half Life. I think okay. it's Half Life. The 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 game that started it all with the fucking colored barrels. <laughs> like yeah, that's I that's, think that's Half Life. That's yeah. Half Life, I think. Like yeah. red barrels equal explosion, bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like I think that was Half Life. I don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. But, but... when you
1: see like a, 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 like a fucking pain trail thingy on something, you're like, you're immediately, you're like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, go interact with it. Like that. when you're
3: playing, um, Left for Dead, they have markings. Like they use the color yellow to signify, like, hey, this is where you go. They do that in Mirror's Edge. They do, like, we yeah. understand as gamers that these are things that we should look out for. To someone who doesn't play video games, they don't know that. They just go, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. It's like, around, it's like it's like it's like, like hey,
0: every time I see a every time I see a, a big pile of hay, now I was like I could probably jump into that from a great height, and yeah, Assassin's Creed.
1: Is yeah. that an eagle here?
0: So, like that's why
3: games like Animal Crossing and um, Sims and stuff. They're for normies. Like, like my younger sister was super into Sims, and she never liked playing. She played, yeah, like, dogs and stuff, you know, like, games that aren't really. I wouldn't consider them real video games, but they are video games, but not in the sense that, like, not RPGs or action or anything that we would play. Like, that we know, hey, if you spam um, X, you'll probably reload. Like, you give a person who's played a lot of FPSs, a controller and not tell him any of the fucking controls betcha he can fucking figure it out in maybe a minute yeah. what all the buttons do not mm-hmm. just by pressing but just by game sense of well X is right here should reload Y is right here it should switch guns right trigger probably shoots left trigger probably throws a grenade you know like
1: yeah
3: it's just how it is man hmm and it's a weird genre of gaming for sure because you as someone who's not into it you, you go into it and you're like who wants to play this and Surprisingly a lot of people want to play a lot of like, I mean non-video. I mean, sh- a lot of people want to play non video
0: game video games
1: Yeah, I mean shit a lot of people played animal crossing in 2020 <laughs> It was kind of the perfect song for that game specifically
0: I mean to be fair people were locked inside with very little to do there you go for too. days on end Yeah <laughs> Uh and birds and like... temple run I don't know what you're exactly responding to uh, like those are your least favorite video game genres at uh, mobile games mobile games are just shitty. normie games
3: right like listen everyone that i know like my dad and people at my company you know all these middle-aged people you know what they fucking play all the time candy crush yeah they're um, at like level 2000 and shit and i'm just like yeah. Whoa, you guys are still playing candy crush in 2021 <laughs> yeah yeah like unlike us fad gamers who just like what's that the next new title just dropped guess i gotta go play it like they don't they just play casual
0: games what bethesda <laughs> released skyrim again i gotta go buy it <laughs>
3: yeah like it's an investment of time sync and yeah for, i swear to god for I, a I, lot I, of casual people they don't really care about like story they don't care they
0: all they care about is time sync <laughs> I, I swear to God, though, listen. Like just not doing yeah. anything. As many times exactly. it's been re-released, I, I swear to God, Todd Howard will not give us the next Elder Scrolls game until he can figure out how to get Skyrim to run on a Samsung fridge. <laughs> sure do I have a video for you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does it actually run on a Samsung fridge? Please tell me well, it listen, does.
3: You severely doubt the strength of a Samsung fridge, my friend. <laughs> I'm I still looking for the
1: day that Skyrim will run inside Minecraft. I'm sure someone will figure it out. Listen, <laughs> if they
0: could get Skyrim to run on a Switch, I, true, that very true. If yep. you can get if you can get a game to run on a Switch, it can probably run on just about any form of hardware, even a toaster. Um, again, I have another very interesting <laughs> <laughs> playing Pong on a toaster. Listen, there's a
3: whole subreddit group dedicated to running Doom on just weird. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. why it's so good. <laughs> like there is the guy who got his Doom to run on his graphics co- or no, his uh his water cooler like thing. Right? Yeah. yeah, where you could set that image. I saw
0: I saw you... that video, yeah. That's actually that's impressive.
2: <laughs> it was like <laughs> it's so funny.
0: Um I so oh. another another video we haven't even talked about it. Another game genre that I absolutely detest is gacha games.
3: Okay, here, listen to me.
2: <laughs> oh, no,
3: oh.
0: no! It is gambling. It out. is gambling marketed towards children. It is disgusting.
3: It's not marketed towards children. It's marketed towards whales. <laughs> you some
0: would of know them that have. If you actually played Gacha games, <laughs> some of them have. Some of them are children that have rich parents.
3: Yeah, no, I hundred percent knew a couple of like. In some gatching communities i did know some people who had fucking loaded parents and they're they would be fine dropping a thousand dollars every month so you're not wrong but it's not like most of the, so the thing is gacha games they're made and catered to people who like collecting right mm-hmm. yeah. people who, like that's the reason i play Gacha because i like collecting and i just like i just like collecting like I, I look at new characters and i'm like oh is that banner gonna be up oh shit how crazy are they like do I like their design? Do I like their like whatever fucking reason. My wife. Right.
0: My wife yeah, like
3: literally a design of a character or maybe the DPS, right? Like there is a new character that's going to drop uh next. Uh, his name is Ito in Genshin. And they make him like in his art he looks super buff and he's a geo daddy. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to get this dude. He looks pretty cool." <laughs> like he looks like a fucking a badass. And then they dropped his character model and he's like all skinny and stuff, not as buff as his character art and I'm just like, "No." Nah and literally me and 50% of the community who were going to pull for him are not pulling for him now because he's not buff <laughs> like, that's how fickle we are with our fucking money <laughs> like, and, and that's just how it is right It's for all intents and purposes a lot of these gacha games are just waifu and husbando collection simulators and shit man I just want pixels <laughs> like at, what, what can at, I say at that
0: point you're just an NFT collector I mean basically yeah <laughs> It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. Not till the Pit Boy version. Listen, I will, I will one hundred percent buy and build a Pit Boy if it can run Skyrim.
1: They sold that Pit Boy for the whatever edition for Fallout Four, and was just like nothing. (laughs) I mean, it's It's listen,
0: it's that piece, that piece of molded plastic, that that, piece of molded plastic. Hey, at least, at least they didn't get fake canvas bags
1: yeah that's right
0: <laughs> oh my god that was a thing too Fallout, 70, Fallout 76 that's has become so like, like a poster like it, it's literally become something that's studied in game design like courses for how not to release a game I,
1: I feel bad people a lot work.
0: <laughs> I, I, I feel bad, bad for people game work, work on actually. it like, yeah. do they talk in your game design courses do they actually talk about how 76 was released Uh, we talk
3: more about cyberpunk and how that release went like i learned a lot about the pre-production production production and post-production for game development cycles Mm. and stuff like that and a lot of it has to do with planning like fallout Mm. 76 had very bad planning and it's very apparent same thing for cyberpunk and that's basically it like no one gave too much thought into it and it Mm. was more of a kind of after the fact like what can we throw in here that people might like because, holy shit, we're, sh- we're shipping a piece of crap game. And that kind of, like, how many – do we have any more WTF questions? Uh, no, Damn. this is it. Okay, so go I'm going to segue into what I wanted to talk about. Go which ahead. Is about hey. fucking beta testing, all right, and how it's bullshit. So um, one thing that I, I – I used to love being able to go into closed betas and, mm. like, just doing beta testing in general. Yeah. I love having a beta – open before a game drops, like, a week or two before.
0: Remember how excited you were every time that Halo would come out with a new game and they'd release the open beta and you'd go in there and just
3: yeah, have fun? And you know what I fucking realized, uh, like, literally yesterday? <laughs> Not yesterday, but earlier this week? Man, beta tests are fucking garbage. Yeah. So, uh-huh. the thing about beta tests is that this company is ready to ship this game. And they want to see mm. how much they can get away with mm. with shipping this game bad and broken. Like, I, I remember I played Anthem. I played Destiny before it came out. Destiny 2. Just now Battlefield. And, like, <laughs> Battlefield's fucking beta testing. Um, I didn't beta test. I don't play Battlefield, so. <laughs> but my point is, a lot of these games, like Halo Infinite specifically, is the last game I've beta tested during the um, open beta. Yeah, it was the open mm-hmm. beta. How bad it was right like how bad the multiplayer is I I personally have not too high of hopes for it because of how the a lot of the armors are going to be locked behind like paywalls and a lot of people are like well maybe they might change it guess the fuck what they're not going to yeah. change shit like no, again the tests comes. are a way for them to test what do they need to fix immediately so they can ship like they well, might fix stuff down the road but even but, then it's
1: not enough time yeah, because but, the game comes yeah, out like 3 no, weeks later
0: but I, you're right you're right it, but it's like also it's also to is. gauge how much people how much bullshit people will take and still buy the game
2: mm,
3: not really um so again in my game development class <laughs> i've learned a lot about the production cycle and beta testing is something that happens in post production
2: mm-hmm. so
3: they are already done making the game so hmm. what companies do, what video game companies do is that once – so let's say it starts off with, like, 12 people, right? The pre-production, the people who are going to plan it. They're the leads of the departments, like lead engineer. Writers. Lead systems designer. Uh, not writers, not yet. That you, They do come in early, but – Not that early. Like, well, because narrative design and all that stuff, that gets – it's not – how you develop a game is not how you would think you would develop a game where you have a solid story first. You kind of mm. have a general idea first, and then it kind of like, it's like a funnel, right? Like, I can't, okay. So it's like this, right? You start <laughs> like off here where. Just... <laughs> yeah, I know. So, like, this is where they you start off cool. in the game in pre production, right? Here's your general idea, and it's going to slowly funnel down, and then you're going to have a finished product. Like, mm. a lot of story and stuff doesn't get written until actual production and people kind of write it on the fly, which is why, like, pre-production meetings and planning it out is a lot better, but mm-hmm. you can definitely tell what game had it where, like, they didn't actually think about it until they had to make it.
0: There's, now, that that I'm <laughs> assuming that you're, the process that you're describing is for, like, studio games, not necessarily indie games, because indie games can have a different development no, indie cycle. Games,
3: in, Well, No, so the, the... Yes, I'm talking about studio production games, like yeah. your AAA title game. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm learning from a guy my teacher Larry. He worked on like Fear 1 and 2. Hmm. For example, and War in the North and like other titles and War in the I, North. I, I've learned quite a lot from um Ubisoft and Warner Brothers and <laughs> and Activision and how they do things. And basically you've got pre-production which is like you're you're What? Late, you also like... have
1: pub crawls? What? Sorry. <laughs> you said Activision like, "Oh, you also have cubic crawls?" Oh my god. Yeah.
0: Good lord.
1: <laughs> Sorry, keep <Yeah>. going.
3: <laughs> Apparently that's it's not just Activision, it's Blizzard too. So, mm, mm, the new shit we'll coming
0: get out. To that. But it's, it's the new Harvey the Weinstein is, everyone in video game design they sucks. They don't have
3: a they they wouldn't necessarily develop a story before they started developing the game. Like generally it's all right, well we have kind of an idea of what we want to make, like maybe it's a shooter and we don't really know like what kind of shooter, but we want to make a shooter. It's going to be centered around a general idea, and it's going to get funneled down, and then mm. that's when they start putting the finishing touches. And beta testing is bullshit because all they're doing during beta tests is not only just collecting the data of who's actually trying to play this game right now, like who's using what systems, what specs. Mm. Basically, what are the major flaws that would catastrophically destroy our sales launch day that we need to fix before launch? That's who they're trying that's what they're trying to do with beta testing. And mm. they're basically doing that so because by the that time that they're doing beta testing, this entire team, so it grows from like the twelve initial like here are your leads who are gonna design your game, like who's gonna give you your idea? And then in the middle part during production, you're gonna have like a hundred or a hundred and fifty people fucking working on it. Like if you're on a triple A title, you've got hundreds of people working on this fucking game, mm. right? But when you get to post-production, they're going to take all those people off because they want to put those people into pre-production for a different game now. So a game that's about a month or two away from release, it's got a team the size of, like, maybe, if you're lucky, a third of what they started with. Like, it's not a lot. So unfortunately,
1: you
3: see, what you see is what you're going to fucking get. Like, unless there's some catastrophic problem, then they might, like, they, they do that, too. Like, if there is a catastrophic problem, they will pull people back and be like, no, we got to fucking fix this. We're launching, like, in two weeks. Yeah. We have to fucking – and that's what brings crunch culture. And there's this mm. whole fucking – like, it's crazy, man. Let's, I've learned so much
0: the, about it. The people like, who just, worked on um, uh, Halo 2 at Bungie talked about that. have talked about that a lot over the last several years about how bad the crunch was for that game because they needed oh, it yeah. out immediately. dude. Halo One was a crunch game. Like they worked True. endlessly. True, you year. know, the, the, a lot of the people that worked on both of them said that, but they said the Halo Two crunch was not nearly was was or the Halo One crunch was not nearly as bad as the Halo Two crunch. Like there were some of the designers that worked at Bungie on both of those games. that said by the end of the Halo Two like development cycle, they were they were ready to get on top of the roof and jump off.
1: Yeah, and sub- <laughs> the, Like
3: that's like the the worst part, right? Yeah, yeah. like the sub- so, oh wait, let me finish my thought because I'm so scattered brain. So the thing about beta testing is they take away all their QA people. And because mm. they're like, all right, you got to go do something else because you're on when you're in a game company, you're on the clock all the time. Mm. So it's hard to justify paying you and being having you around if you're not doing anything. Right. But what do you do in between projects? Not really much. Like that's kind of the hard part about the game industry in general right now. When you're employed, you're not constantly working. And what kind of company wants to keep paying you if you're not constantly fucking producing something? And the solution that they have to that is to pull people off. So the solution to pulling people off and then fixing their problems was beta testing. So Mm. Make us do it. Yeah, make make the people who want to play this fucking do it, and we'll fix the major problems so we can ship it. That's all they're going to do. And... Ugh, it's terrible. It's,
1: it's kind of sad also, like, we, we, we talk about the crunch culture and all that happened. I think, like, the thing that was the most heartbreak, heartbreaking learning about all the stories of, of like, the um, Bioware's development cycles, right, is yeah. how they like, at certain points, they'll talk about the Bioware magic. It's like, it's okay, guys. It's okay to crunch and just not sleep, because in the end it will work out, this Bioware magic. <laughs> and then we got to anthony's it's like... That that doesn't work anymore, I guess. Yeah, it's, like Anthem, that culture, that creates is like. That wasn't
0: always the sh- case with BioWare.
1: You'd be surprised. A lot of their games, they somehow managed to pull through. Like at by the end, and somehow they did it. Well, I, I've and heard created, I've heard interviews sort of from people.
0: I've heard interviews from people who worked on uh, the first Mass Effect game, and they said that there was very little crunch near the end of that game because it was really flat. Like they had a a, a sizable development cycle for that game. So yeah. they had the time to work out everything.
1: If I'm not mistaken, like that happened, like I think for Mass Effect Two, Three specifically, I think it happened for Kotor as well. Like it, it's been ages since I read that Jason Schreier article, but it was like very well, there, there was definite
0: that. crunch for Kotor too because they developed yeah. that game in like a year and three months.
1: Wasn't the Obsidian though.
0: Uh, yeah it was it was passed off to bioware did the first kotor game yeah and then they wanted to have a sequel within the next year so they passed it off to obsidian this is also fucking this is also at the Dragon same Age. time this is also this like a few a few years later they also did the exact same thing with um uh bethesda B- bethesda yeah. dropping uh fallout on them and that's what we but you know what the two also, things like, that obsidian did that with kotor 2 and fallout new vegas are fucking phenomenal games
1: but like but like back to power, like fucking Dragon Age two, they had like how many months to work on that? Like maybe a bit over a year or something insane like that.
0: I I don't remember exactly. But it's I a miracle think it was, that I, game came out. I think it was nineteen months. I think they had a nineteen month development cycle. If I remember, so, right. I could be con- like, I could be remembering remembering that wrong.
3: With how crunch works and stuff, crunch is bad in general. Pay your fucking yeah uh, workers right yeah but like i said a lot of this and how well a game is going to turn out is going to depend on the pre-production how well did they fucking decide to make this game did they already finish a story did they have like an overarching like system that's easy to follow like you you will go into these game studios and you'll see fucking walls of whiteboards where they have like things circled yeah. out and like these have been up for months like this is the plan we're following this plan mm. like these are the level designs this is what we're going to do like again uh, these games that have short developments like short development cycles where it's, like they made it in a year they might have had really good pre-production like especially if there's a it's a there's a predecessor to the the game like yeah. uh, okay. Fallout New Vegas like there's a general idea like all right well we already have the system that we know we can use like Yeah Bethesda
0: these... Bethesda gave them the creation engine and gave them all the assets they used to make yeah. uh, Fallout 3 and a lot of it, again, de- depends on your pre-production. Like,
3: how strongly are do your workers feel about this game? Do they love it? If, like, it definitely helps when you have a passion for the mm. franchise, right? Because, unfortunately to say, a lot of people working on making a video game don't actually like the fucking video game. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, like, my teacher, he, he worked on he hates Lord of the Rings, and I know. Fucking oh, absolute wow. heresy. Absolute heresy. Dare, but he's yeah. a sci-fi guy. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Fucking weirdo Star trek people. Wow. So, but um, he still worked on it, and uh, he did his job. <laughs> I wouldn't say he did a great job, but he did his job, right? And and that's one of the biggest problems. Like, if you have people who aren't passionate about the project at the helm, they're not going to really do a fucking great job at pre-production Ooh. where they plan everything out, mm. right? Right. And at the same time, like there's also the fact that when you're planning, there's only a small team of you and you can't plan forever. Like, how long are you gonna take to plan? One month, yeah. two months, fucking half a year? There are some game production companies like there are some companies that will have pre production for a year or two. <laughs> Rockstar. That's a long fucking time. Right? <laughs> and
1: one of the games like Cyberpunk like were in production for like six years or something like that correct me if i'm wrong
3: yeah and a big problem with cyberpunk was that it was in production for so long because they couldn't fucking decide what to do like a hundred percent they weren't trying to refine the game and make it as good as possible they and then honestly like cyberpunk really launched at the wrong time because it it launched during an era it had to it had to launch at the end of a fucking life cycle of a console right mm-hmm. and that complete that that completely makes compatibility issues like if you look at every generation of um console for example like ps3 games end of cycle ps3 games there are some of them that look better than ps4 games yeah even though the ps4 is like twice as fast twice as strong shit like that and oh. that has to do a lot with be people being able to like they're comfortable developing on this. This platform has been out for fucking 7 years. We know how to develop for it versus oh god, this platform just dropped last month. Sony didn't release the specs to us. So we have zero idea how to fucking make it work. Like that, that's exactly what happened and that's why it looks Cyberpunk looks so bad on PlayStation 5. Like and it and you know, I'm not going to lie. Before I took all these classes for game development, that's I also thought. I was like, oh, what, you know, this and that, but now that I'm I've taken like this is how the development cycle goes. This is how the, your workload's gonna be. I understand a lot more about the industry. I'm like, oh, oh no. It's mm. not their fault. What oh have God. I gotten myself into? No, sure.
1: Like that I feel bad for the though. like the developers like on the ground level like just pour their hearts out like like fucking slave away on these games. Oh, I yeah. think I think like,
0: that's why the I think that's why Fallout New Vegas is such a great game because everyone at Obsidian was so passionate about Fallout.
3: Yeah, like I said, they probably did really well at the pre-production, and they had a fucking plan in mind, and they fucking just worked through it, which is, again, terrible. Crank Croucher fucking garbage, but well, they they liked the game. They liked the series. They had they had passion for it, which is probably why it ends up really good.
0: Yeah, well, like, Josh you know, Sawyer, who was at Black Isle Studios before they folded, because they were the ones who originally worked on the first two Fallout games... Um, and he went to Obsidian. He was one of the lead designers of Fallout New Vegas. Like he oh. has like a fucking encyclopedia of Fallout in his head. Like he has almost the entire Fallout canon stored in his head. See?
3: And that's really that's how you can tell if a game why a game is good or bad. It's it's gonna be about the the production, like the pre production team. Hmm. How passionate were they when they decided to start this fucking mess? Because not gonna lie, a lot of what I've seen for game development is a mess. It, it literally is a jumbled mess on a fucking whiteboard that they kind of decide and just like they play it by ear and they're going
0: to fix things as it comes along kind of like planning our podcast yeah
3: basically <laughs> and it's it's actually pretty hilarious I'm like how do games even get made man <laughs>
1: like, it's magic. kind of a miracle honestly <laughs> magic <yeah.
2: laughs>
3: fucking magic that's how God people get paid and these studios get paid like millions of dollars up front to like so they're going to get paid um up front for basically like a year or two right that's hmm. how these studios work their executives go and uh, pitch it to the um the the company CEO or something like let's say you're a production studio and you work under EA your executive producer at your production studio is going to go pitch your idea to the um the EA CEOs and stuff the people are going to give you money and basically this is going to sign your check for the next 2 or 3 years. So it's actually pretty fucking rough. Like it's almost like working on commission. I know because it's like how <laughs> no one really cares about your game other than how much money can it make, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So when you've yeah.
3: got to, it's just like selling a movie, you know, you got to go out yeah. to your the fucking the people who are going to lend you money and be like, "Hey man, I've got this really cool idea." And it, it really helps if you have, like, s- at least something to show them what you're trying to make. Or, like, if you have, like, they love charts. Fucking, listen, I don't know <laughs> why, but let me tell you about how upper management gets their fucking cocks hard over <laughs> Excel and spreadsheets. Okay? That
0: Excel
1: sheet is pretty sexy, <laughs> though. They love yeah, charts. Excel sheets <laughs> are
0: pretty sexy, John. Well, I can't lie.
3: <laughs> like, people fucking love seeing that shit. And and basically, as long as you can have an Excel sheet with, like, this is our estimated returns, this is the market we're hitting, we've got a lot of market research into this, they'll fucking green light you.
0: Game dev, I don't know, I'm making it up as I go. Yeah, pretty much.
3: I mean, honestly speaking, that's how game dev is, like. And it made me realize, like, I really don't want to work in, like, I'd like the experience of going to a AAA title, AAA studio. I'd like to work mm-hmm. on a A title just to put it under my belt. Like, oh, yeah, I was on that. Tri- I was on Halo Infinite 2. Like, oh, shit, I was, you know, you know, the ghost design for that one level. That was me, man. I did that. That'd be cool, you know. I was
0: You're there like, in Todd the most... Howard's office sucking his dick. Yeah, that was me. Oh, my <laughs> well, God. Priorities on it.
3: Because it's not only is it really good for your resume to just be like, I work at a triple, the AAA triple studio on yeah. the AAA studio game. It's really good for your fucking profile. But I also kind of just want to experience it. But for the most part, I want to just do, like, indie dev because indie dev has its own problems. Like, obviously, you don't have to go through this production cycle. You can basically do whatever you want. But you got to understand, well, for a full-time job, like, if it takes a studio, 150 people, over the course of, say, two or three years, they got their money up front. I'm not sure how you're going to pay for yourself for the next three years working full time and that's doing 150 people's amount of work. And that's if you want to release a AAA title which is why indie games are so unpolished compared to like official games like this is how it is. It's the nature of the being. Rely on something
1: that's not like the big bombastic like games I
3: yeah, I don't know. It, I, I feel like you gotta have a certain fucking passion to try to do indie development man. i (laughs) just
0: leaned he got he he got i was scared away by speed wagon yeah he was scared away (laughs) by speed wagon Uh,
1: um do you feel like also like working in triple probably give you a shit ton of experience for indie work right shit ton of
0: aneurysms too
3: i wouldn't say it gives you a bunch of uh indie work because again indie is is very unique like you work at your own pace and you know I'm not sure if working 16 hours a day every day for the next two years is for you or not. That's a lot of passion you're gonna have to have behind you to drive you to do this. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, who knows? You might be some fucking genius screenplay writer and a fucking genius Einstein-level programmer, right? You know, just like, oh world. yeah, I can sip cup. I'm coding. Like, oh yeah, G fuel. Yeah, G fuel. Like it's it's its own thing and. I don't know. I, I'm trying to do it in my spare time with my buddy, and it's pretty fucking rough.
0: <laughs> yeah, like not gonna imagine. lie. Classy. Uh, Ulysses is. Could... I really love the Call of Duty Infinite Warca- Warfare campaign. You and like five of the people, man. Infinite Warfare campaign. Yeah, uh, that's also Kevin Spacey.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's Advanced Warfare. Don't. don't... Oh, that's
0: Advanced. Wa- what what was Infinite Warfare then?
1: John Snow. Oh. <laughs>
0: Why do you know this
1: off
3: the top of your head? Natasha? I don't. I didn't
1: even play it. I don't know.
3: I <laughs> why do you know? My this brain off the top of
2: your
0: head.
1: My brain is like um like a series of irrelevant anecdotes. I don't know why I know that shit.
0: But um, this is why yeah, I brought this so, one in. The AAA is crazy. Yeah, it sounds like it.
3: Yeah, AAA is not for everyone, and indie is definitely not for everyone. Like some people go to game dev because they just want. Like I think it was twenty percent or 15% of the people in game development do it just because it pays. Like, mm. honestly speaking. How a much lot of ta- people, though, are working there because they like video games, so that's mm. kind of a good thing. But um, yeah, um How secure of a
1: job is it, though, in AAA, considering we get stories like layoffs in Blizzards and stuff like that?
3: Well, actually, I learned a lot about layoffs and stuff, too, in my game de- development class, but I feel like I'm talking too much about my stuff. So uh, the short end of it is... Layoffs are kind of an easy way for companies to get rid of uh, people who suck at game development. <laughs> like, a lot of people... There's a lot of dead weight. Especially, yeah. you know, you've got 200 or plus people on a fucking team. Hmm. Culling, like, 75 of them It's not necessarily a bad thing. Because majority of the people on that list are people who are bad for the project. Like, either they didn't get along with the people... They stalled a bunch of stuff. They didn't deliver. Like, a lot of these people kind of deserved it, and mm. it's not a bad thing either because a lot of people also bounce around to game development studios. Like, they, everyone bounces around. Like,
0: eventually... Oh, really? Kind of like how animators getting... bounce around to different anime studios.
3: Yeah, like, it's because you're talent. Like, as long as you have a talent, you will be hired at mm. other studios. So it's don't be disheartened if you are in, um, you know, you get your dream job at... I, I was going to say Blizzard... But, you know, well, I'm trying to think of a good studio that people all want to work for, and I can't really fucking think of one. So, um, it's funny. Let's...
0: <laughs> it's funny. All of the big studios that we used to thought would be dream jobs have come out and be like these really terrible places. Yeah. It all depends, though,
3: because it depends on your level. Entry level, definitely fucking terrible. Don't you don't want to work, fucking work there at entry level, like right fresh out of college? However, there are some like lead designer positions in a bunch of these fields for all these studios, basically you're kind of the same. And you get paid a fuckload of money, man. Like, we're talking people who are making, they're clearing $150,000, $175,000 a year. And that's, but, but that's like, they've done the work, they're amazing people, like, mm-hmm. they they deserve to be paid this much because they are basically carrying this studio on their backs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, let's see. Look what happened to the company who made the Telltale game. Yeah, I mean, Telltale, they released a game and then immediately went bankrupt. Because uh, games
3: are fucking expensive.
0: Games are fucking expensive. Most you got to pay d- for
3: licenses. You got to pay true. for, like, a lot of shit.
0: Most but... game designers are just people who download a game engine and think I is game designer. Others, because it's a billion-dollar industry. Few, because they actually like the punishment.
3: Is is this Parathis? I feel yeah. like Google uses I think I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> He speaks from experience. It must be
0: practice. It must be <laughs> Rocksteady. Good company. Yeah, Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah.
3: But yeah, like if you get a if you get a, a dream job at your AAA company, don't be surprised to like work there for f- three or f- to five years and then have to go find a different job. Yeah. Well, some like, of the people that get let go at the normal. end of projects
0: are also contract workers who were only contracted to work on that game. Yeah,
3: that too. Like that's why when I see. Um, Again, before I went to college for these classes and stuff, I, that's what I thought too. I was like, "Oh my God!" I, you know, it seems so unstable. It's like it's actually relatively stable if you've got talent and you pull your weight.
0: Mm. It's more but stable than the cybersecurity industry. I can tell you that. One <laughs> of the other right a tie. Though.
1: So far, so far, so good. Let's not, let's, <laughs> but, <laughs> not but you, but, so but, far, you so
0: but you know, turnover is high in the cybersecurity area.
1: It's very competitive. It's very, very, competitive. it's
0: super competitive. Like there, there's a huge impetus on you to constantly just be learning and be up on certifications and new shit. And like all the time, anytime a new piece of hardware comes out, like you got to know about it. Yeah, that makes me remember. Like, there's
3: that. What was it? What the fuck was it? It was um. jQuery was only out for like five years, and like applications already asking for like ten years of experience. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah and, and the guy. The, no, so that's actually true because the guy who came out with it actually tried to get a job doing stuff like that with jQuery, and they said that the guy who created it what didn't wasn't experienced enough to use it.
1: So ridiculous. <laughs>
0: i created the damn thing
3: <laughs> no 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 we need at least 10 it's only been out for two uh
0: yeah guilty so the yeah the, the a google user is barathis yes I knew uh, it. by the way r.i.p to retail workers who worked on black friday absolutely um oh. ble- bless you Poor if you one worked out. on black friday
1: one out, for yeah
0: um yeah. So should we actually move on to some other stuff now? Oh, wait, no. So the other thing about uh, losing
3: your job in the game industry... One more thing. It's not a bad thing. So attaching your name to a, a big title like you were part of that or a, a big studio, one of the best ways to get raises in the video game industry is to go to a different studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Cause it's one of the best ways is...
0: to get raises in general working. Just well, move, unfortunately,
3: move job. in the um, in the video game business... The, basically, the only way to make money is to go to a different studio and try to get a better position, like a higher position. Mm. like senior level people are the people who make bank. Like don't get it twisted. You might make okay money as like an entry level like mid mid person, but to make that, like we're talking the two hundred thousand dollar a year people, you've got to become a senior lead designer or something. like a senior something. and gotcha. the, unfortunately, the only way to do that is to either, you know, kiss a lot of ass at your current game studio and be a fucking wizard at everything, or take your abilities and go to a different studio that need a lead designer. Yeah, so how many
1: projects do you like need under your belt to be considered, quote unquote, like at that level? Um, or is that it, it doesn't run? It, it doesn't so run really for work?
3: it, it depends on studios and like what they're looking for. And obviously, you know, you don't make Game the same type of games, but you kind of have mm-hmm. the general idea of like the same flow workflow, uh. For just <laughs> depending on the studio, but uh, for lead designers and stuff, for example, like what I'm trying to do, they want you to have at least one AAA title under your belt, hmm. and they want you to have at least five years of experience working on, at a AAA studio. Gotcha. Hmm. So that's like the minimum. <laughs> Obviously, the more is better because it's like, oh yeah, I've been part of all these AAA titles and helped with the successful launches of these you know they love to see shit like that like but more so than that like how do you you know just like interviews you got to sell your portfolio like yeah. this is what i've worked on this is what i designed this is what i did to revolutionize this game and if they see you as some like crazy whiz kid who like oh my god you're the one who made this game so fucking amazing they're gonna pick you up and they'll give you a good fucking offer
1: also, like me like, like correct me if I'm wrong but are they looking for like oh, like like team players, like it seems like such a collaborative effort to make video um, games, right? Or not really. You can go by as just like being a dick.
3: It... <laughs> you definitely don't get a lot of people in the game industry who are like, uh, Kojima. Mm. <laughs> you know, goddamn fucking divas. But, they definitely do exist because they are Kojimas. They are... Mm. If you are a Kojima type person where you are just so fucking crazy with your storylines, that you are literally the face of this company, you will basically be able to throw your dick around however the fuck you like. Like, that's just a given. But for the most part, if you're doing entry-level stuff, yeah, you've got to be a team player. And what that basically translates to is, hey, we're going to ask you to go for coffee, you're going to fucking do it. Hey, Mm -hmm. we're going to ask you to do some really shitty coding for stuff that you don't care about, and you're going to fucking do it. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, you you got to drone your way through it, but you got to somehow, like... (laughs) Distinguished yourself, but even that, like, even if you droned away, even if I was like, I, if I got hired to fucking uh three four three, and I I had droned away making on Halo Infinite, I could say I fucking worked on it. That yeah. alone is worth it, yeah, to be
1: honest. For sure, work is but,
3: work. Yeah. Well, because you know, the more you have to say that I worked on this, I've been in this different type of stuff, it's just better for your portfolio. Yeah. But we should move on to someone else. To
0: the simp report. To the <laughs> simp report. time give me the music. <laughs> good enough good enough and since we are actually on camera here i can just do this and make it so easy to talk about this so yes this is the uh this is the the simp report as of today as a matter of fact and Natai, you'll be very happy to, to know i have finally simped for crony um, uh,
1: the, the the voice has reached you
0: the, the voice the voice of of the time lord has reached me um, so yeah, this oh, wow. is... speaking,
1: of, speaking of spreadsheets,
0: yeah, speaking of spreadsheets, if you're looking at the stream right now, there's a sexy spreadsheet right here. This is Senpai's VTuber oh, receipts. Uh um, hey,
3: hold on, hold on. You need to do a pie chart breakdown, okay? <laughs> uh, can I?
0: Oh, no, shut up.
1: We'll can show I you actually, Can I
0: actually turn this into a, I'll figure it out with, later. With <laughs> enough
1: data, you will.
0: Yeah, with it, yeah, I need I we need more data. We need more data points, guys. But yeah, this is the breakdown of how I have simped for VTubers uh as of uh well, today as a matter of fact. I actually just uh, uh updated this right before we started the stream. Um so yeah, I still Sakuramiko is still my top simped girl with 450 US dollars. I'm crazy. <laughs> Look at this. Look at the (laughs) Natai. I've sent two hundred dollars for Ali. What is wrong with me? I'm surprised. Yeah.
1: You fucking. I've been waiting for you to like to surpass me.
3: I, I feel like Ollie stole your fucking heart when she debuted, man. Like, you.
1: Yo, for when real. When she
3: debuted, you're like, oh, man, I kind of like her. Her energy is really
0: high and she's crazy. <laughs> and I'm just like. Now I'm like, this is, is my love. girl. No one else can have her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, let me ask. We in
1: Anime you. Club, after do not endorse Alex's actions.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't endorse a lot of things Alex does, yes. But So, uh, would it count as simping if you buy merch from them? Or
0: you know, is, I... I is
3: simping... I haven't yes. actually
0: really bought any VTuber, like, physical merchandise yet, but I haven't uh, actually... you don't have all the boot pads? Come on, man. No, I don't, actually. What about that
1: plum wine, though, Alex? I still... I want it so bad.
0: I want to try Pekora's plum wine so bad, but they do not ship outside of Japan.
1: I'll never forgive the Japanese. Um, you can go you... to...
0: A, um, uh. You can go... They have companies that will buy stuff from Japan, Japan yeah, like international shipping, yeah. people. Do. Well, I got. If, if anyone knows of a way to get Pecora's plum wine in the U.S., please share it with me because I would love. To, I would love to taste it. I love plum wine. And, Basically, and just gonna cost like an extra a hundred bucks. I. Get it's it. worth it.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. So the reason I ask is because uh, for Cason, I actually bought when you linked her merch that day. You simp. I, I bought a mask. <laughs> that, you bought a it, mask because it's hand signed by Kason. Uh huh. So and there and I went and looked at the store like yesterday and everything's fucking sold out. So I was just like, because at first I read it and I was like, wait, why isn't this sold out? I was like, did the store just open up? And I was like. I was like doing fucking calculations in my head. I was like, okay, how much is it gonna cost for shipping and this and that? And I was just like, D-d-d-d-d-d. I was like, fuck it, it's for K Song. It's to support K I'm buying this. But I that is and I'm not gonna wear that mask, I'm gonna fucking frame it because it's signed by K so fuck you.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy but, for k uh, arrives. She, she passed a million <laughs> subscribers on YouTube. I could not be happier. I know. I freaking love Kason, uh, and I, I want. Know, I hope one day we can get her on the podcast. I would. It would just. It, oh, so that we be we're Too incredible. small time for that, dude. I uh, probably yeah. We're but too small. Time. The the collab she did with uh, Melody on Chatterbait was pretty good. <laughs> 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 Fucking played everyone, dude. Played everyone like a fiddle. <laughs> they get there, and it's literally just her doing the meme review with Melody. But they were doing like hentai meme reviews, so it was fine. Hey Earl Grey, taking time for a horror writing to see what you guys are doing. We were looking at spreadsheets.
1: <laughs> so moving <laughs> Your on, favorite.
0: Yeah. So this. Yeah. So I have spent a total of uh 1,327 US dollars simming for VTubers. So uh, I don't have a problem. It's you have that have a problem. What did you
1: sim for the for the Nut Queen?
0: I have. I actually uh, have been. She did a um, hey, so. nonstop yeah.
1: Nut November going strong. It's almost not, over. It's
0: almost over. Nonstop Nut November. <laughs> put on put on put on, on that's to your forehead to your forehead um yeah she did a karaoke stream earlier this month where i sent for her while she was nice. while she was singing um
1: she has a great singing voice like she does shit when it's, you link me that demon slayer cover she did it was like
0: yeah great. the demon slayer cover was really really
3: good um, i mean all the um so hollow live is for all intents and purposes, an idol agency. Like, they all need Pretty to, much. They all need to be able to learn how to dance, and they all need to be able to fucking sing, so.
1: Yeah. But it's surprising when you listen to, like, someone for uh, so much time, and I, she has this very particular I, voice, and they're like, "Oh."
0: I don't oh, mean to see. shame anyone, but there are some singers, singers in Whole Live that aren't that good. I'm not going to say Ame is a bad singer. But it's not her strong suit. <laughs> no, 100% not. But nah. I don't think Hololive
3: EN was ever meant to be idols in the sense of pop idols like Hololive mm-hmm. Japan yes. is. Yes, yes yeah. Yes. Like I feel like Hololive EN was their foray into, okay, we need to create characters that the – because again um, – who was it? It was Mori. Uh, Mori Calliope. She was the one on um, Trash Taste. taste basically yeah. exposing how they do, like, the, the selection. Exposed like, in 4K. Whole... <laughs> yeah, exposed in 4K. Fucking um, Yago. Like, yeah, there's a whole selection process, and they do background checks, and they make sure you're clean enough to represent their agency. Like, it's a whole – it's a job. So it makes sense, like, that Ame can't sing because I don't think they – created Hall EN with the intention of making a, a like idol group.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: More so they just wanted a face of entertainers and surprisingly people find America to be very entertaining. Like I'm not sure if Well, it's look at Florida.
0: Fucking... It's yeah, pretty it's a entertaining. Clown...
3: <laughs> <laughs> the fucking clown show rodeo over here. So, we're very entertaining to the rest of the world. Uh but with that being said though, like everyone loves our entertainment. So, I, I feel like they created the girls from Hall Live EN not based around that they're trying to make an idol group but based around that they want to make an
1: entertainment entertainers group. Yeah. yeah that's fair that's and fair. they
3: did fucking well because look at who the, you know look at gura look at all like, all, of all, of all of them have
0: over a million subscribers
3: and like, and they, gura
0: is the most subscribed to vtuber in the world
3: yeah so <laughs> they were right on the money for that man like no no fucking joke
0: i knew the second i saw gura's debut stream as like di- i i just thought like I, I, yeah, infamous. Yeah, the other ah, yeah, I, I ah was learned
1: around the world. I much. feel I,
0: ah that was watching that debut world, stream too. at the end of it, I thought this girl is going to be huge. Like, I didn't think that she'd get to like almost four fucking million subscribers, but I thought that she was going to be toward the top of the pile in terms of VTubers pretty soon. And yeah, I, was I like, also, pretty... I was just like, because of lowly
3: character design, like uh Atlas, much, yeah. the new one.
0: Yeah, oh god, yes, my dark.
1: Oh no, <laughs> look at fabulous. him, he's already yes. consumed. Yes, by yes it.
0: my dark.
3: Listen, they're trying to recreate Gura, but for Japan, not gonna lie. I and
0: 100%, 100%. I don't know if
3: she's gonna take over with a storm, though, like Gura did. I have zero idea. I it depends say... on how entertaining she
0: can be i i will say this like you know they have three branches they used to have four because they used to have a chinese branch but that shut down because of all that big brouhaha also i do want to point out so uh, in in an anime that's currently airing right now um something about assassin living a quiet life i don't know it's some music i show oh whatever. the one that um world's greatest world's assassin, assassin something yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. anyway yeah. whatever it is uh Susan Nene, who is one of the Gen 5 JP girls, actually has a role in that anime. She is one of the voice actors for a character oh that shows up. In the Chinese version, they completely edited the character out of the show. What the Whoa,
1: f- that's insane.
0: Yeah, they 100% edited her entire character out of the show just because of all that bullshit that went down with certain members of Hololive saying that Taiwan is a country. It didn't even say taiwan was a country she just showed actually TRR. google was the one that said that taiwan was a country yeah she was just showing China needs
1: business, to cut out right? google i'm telling you
0: yeah i mean google should I mean, cut out china to be perfectly honest but tencent's really trying don't worry man oh no, uh,
1: they're trying
3: Tencent's fucking trying oh and i so... should talk shit about tencent you know why because they own a bunch of mobile companies and discord so <laughs> they could they could very well be my next employers. So. that's true
0: <laughs> um, next week
1: on Ayan Club after dog we're <laughs> sponsored by ten i know
0: we're gonna be sponsored by china <laughs> um but no where, where i was going with this is um so we have the three the three main branches of hololive we have the indonesian branch the japanese branch and the english branch um i definitely think the next like language quote unquote they should really get into is spanish it is the uh, third most spoken language in the world. I mean,
1: so, Iron Mouse is sort gee. of paving that way, right? Yeah. yeah. She,
3: well, she first of all, she's Puerto Rican.
0: You fucking. But racist. she speaks Spanish. Yeah.
1: Me, me no speak no. No, no, no. Don't wow. go make, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. make that joke. But, huevo. um Cebos. <gasps> <Huevo. Huevo.
3: laughs> I fucking
0: love Iron Mouse so much. It's no no no, Sweves. It's Sweves. It it <laughs> 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 Iron good.
2: Mouse. Yeah, I love like, Iron <laughs> Mouse so much. I she's... feel like
3: but what's I feel bad because now she's part of v Showjo. so like if Hololive expands the Hololive um Spanish, mm. we would never get Iron Mouse and I hate it. No.
0: I mean, she'd have to mm. leave v Showjo probably, but I definitely I think... Don't think she would. I definitely think with the amount of people around the world that do speak Spanish, I think they would have a really big listener base, or watcher base. I think yeah. so,
3: too, but, like, again, there's market research that goes into this, right? Like, mm-hmm. people don't just fucking spend money for willy-nilly, as much as we'd like to believe. Yago uh, had a dream, and, and he <laughs> and has... Motsuri, it. And, and, and Matsuri crushed it. <laughs> and Matsuri has crushed it, but... Uh, live the agency itself does a lot of market research into stuff like this mm-hmm. like just in general this is how companies work well now.
0: Achan talked about that like a couple months ago on one of her streams too oh really about how much market research they do before they launch a um uh, an a new gen, character. a gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh
3: like huh. that's just but to me I didn't even know that I didn't even because I don't watch achan very much I know who achan is and <laughs> I just love her as a character <laughs> and I
0: love that she's part of the the hollow live universe now too. <laughs> The who's HN the whole live cinematic unit you don't know who HN is you uncultured shit
1: show me the design I might, I might know it <laughs> hold she on she is
3: not a manager i believe she she's was briefly a... but yeah everyone thinks HN is a manager but i believe she's not a manager but she's like i don't know if she's a production assistant or something i don't actually know uh she usually is the one who's advertising the um albums mm. the oh. music albums oh, wow and she's fucking gotcha. precious i love h chan
0: i can't send this to you without accidentally showing your our dms on on stage. hold on I'll, uh, I'll i would not do it. it i wouldn't just, fucking just, do it just go on to youtube and type in a hyphen chan it, it's the very first thing that pops up hyphen yeah like assistant chan right is that what a, yeah. what a stands for yeah it's it's her in
1: japanese oh, she's oh, cute with the glasses and shit yeah, yeah that's yeah, her A-chan. i know her okay so
3: like um yeah i didn't even know h chan did that that's actually pretty nuts because i just assumed because again i i assume a lot of things about i talk out of my ass a lot guys (laughs) (laughs) i make a lot of assumptions and i'm right like 80 percent of the time so i have no reason to believe i'm wrong most of the time
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not going to show an dms on stream no no
1: (laughs) i i don't even want to see my own dms with alex to be honest it's disgusting have you seen some of the stuff i've dm'd you recently (laughs) no thank you.
3: Yikes. it's all uh fucking
0: Hanukkah porn. I I know it.
1: He's just defiling my goddess. I hurt I hate it.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah (laughs) He's not even denying it. No, I'm not even denying it. Moving on though. Um I I haven't even mentioned this. I should have mentioned this in the outset. First of all, Natai Happy Hanukkah.
1: Thank you, thank you very much. Um and Thanksgiving was recently.
0: Yeah, well, I mean hey. At uh, uh, Thanksgiving was recently, and I am so fucking sick of leftovers. I, I no, just no more. I can't do it. I can't
1: do it. Send so I, I
3: fucking had leftovers, man. Yeah. yeah. No, send it our way. Like come send on. it our way. I don't know
1: why you're, you're what you're bitching about. To
0: be fair, the only thing I have left is uh, what do I have left? I have a little bit of dressing left, and I also have some um, collard greens. These nuts. Yeah. These nuts. I also have some <laughs> collard greens. Yes. Um, that's pretty much it, and a shit ton of tea, a shit ton of public bottled tea. Oh my, I I bought way too much of that for, for Thanksgiving,
1: but it was buy one get one free. Dude, I I think I drank just tea for the past like (laughs) four days last week while I was sick. Yeah, kind of insane. Are
0: you feeling better by the way?
1: i way better. You you remember when I called you that one morning like Yeah, you sounded like this. (laughs) I was like so remember that Monagatri episode we're doing i can't talk right now yeah <laughs> it was impossible
0: yeah uh um, recovered so, so john you're the only other american here what did you do for thanksgiving did you just have dinner with friends and family uh
3: so traditionally i'm asian mm. i don't do thanksgiving um i have a friendsgiving mm. and i usually do hot, hot with my friends yeah but this year, I actually went to um, my girlfriend's family's place, and I had actual American Thanksgiving. Like I had, I had stuffing for the first time.
0: It's fire, isn't it? I had, what stuffing?
3: It was, it, fucking bread soaked in turkey juices, bro. And it's I know it's sounds <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's, it's I know it sounds fucking gross, but holy crap, man! That stuffing, fucking killer. And her five cheese mac and cheese, fuck. Yeah, boy! Up. Like, I I did not know how good Thanksgiving... So every... Because I'm Asian, um, my Thanksgiving consists of, like, we might have turkey. We'll definitely have mashed potatoes, but, like, instant mashed potatoes. Ooh. And there's going to be noodles. I, I, I know. But there's going to be fucking noodles involved in my Asian Thanksgiving. Nothing wrong it's with noodles on Thanksgiving. Been. And, like... I don't know, because we don't know how to fucking celebrate Thanksgiving. Like we're not fucking. We're, my parents are immigrants, man. Come on, <laughs> so we kind of just do whatever. But yeah, so this year was my first like actual American Thanksgiving, and the food was fucking killer.
0: I see why so many people look forward to it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanksgiving food is fucking fire. That's that. Okay, since it so stuffing, technically you actually have to stuff it inside the turkey for it to be stuffing. Uh, that's yeah, why but that's how stuffing. it soaks up the juices. Yeah. Like, See, uh... my family doesn't do that. We do what's called dressing, which is kind of a southern thing. So what we will do is while the turkey is cooking in the oven, my mom oh. will go in and collect the the drippings off of the turkey um, and then put them, like, into a jar. And what we do is we make cornbread dressing. So we'll make cornbread. a lot of cor- – cor- Well, my mom will make a, a big uh, pan of cornbread, right? And it will have, like, spices and stuff in it to make it all nice and, tur- uh, nice and thanksgiving fine Nice and turkish yeah nice and turkish nice and turkish <laughs> and then she will pour like over the cornbread dressing the juice the drippings from the turkey and then she'll put it and let it finish off in the oven like that it's so good It's so good
3: yeah so i never knew what i was fucking missing out on until this year and i man i'm looking forward like fuck it's what 360 something 62 more days until Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. again i'm fucking disappointed man <laughs>
0: I and you know you I talked need, about I you talk more about, man I need more Thanksgiving food man you talk you talk about we should you, have
1: Thanksgiving too
0: yeah electric boogaloo <laughs> turkey boogaloo um, now you talk about friendsgiving and that's something that more and more people have started to do so traditionally in a tie like Thanksgiving is supposed to be something in America for family right you just get together with mm-hmm. your family and you. Um, new stuff for me on thursday the actual day of thanksgiving it's almost exclusively for family but usually either friday or saturday after thanksgiving i'll get together with some of my friends and we'll you know have dinner or go out somewhere or whatever um get wasted but more and more i'm seeing people actually invite like their friends and stuff over for like on thanksgiving and just just have a, a good old time
1: that sounds like a lot of fun
0: yeah um that's why when I when we were trying to plan, like, recordings for this last week, I was like, I'm not sure about Friday or Saturday. Let me get back to you.
1: Yeah, no, that was totally, like, fair, though. Yeah, it's fine. Thanksgiving. Maybe, maybe
0: America. See, in in America, we typically don't actually stuff the stuffing in the turkey. We actually just do it outside and then just pour the turkey drippings on top of the stuff. You stuffing. Americans
1: sure like to stuff stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you're literally just putting the, the bread inside the ass of the turkey, so... With its fucking giblets. With its yeah, its fucking yeah, the innards. And
1: um, that's why Alex likes anal. Wow. <laughs> I like anal <laughs> for many reasons. Connection? Oh man.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Well, the the last th- the last thing that I personally wanted to talk about on this WCF, and then I'll turn it over to well, I, I think John maybe had one other thing he wanted to talk about as well. I'm um, just gonna skip Natai? Is he not gonna be able? No, to I, to... I said I mean, I mean, I'm John You,
1: know, you Natai. know, I am invisible.
0: Yeah, he is. If he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh look, oh, he man. literally. <laughs> oh shit. He leans back and he just becomes invisible. Um, I I'm, I just don't want to really talk about this too much because this has actually happened right before we started recording. Uh, Jack Dorsey, the co- one of the co founders of Twitter, resigned today as CEO. Um, oh shit! It just happened like two hours before we started recording. And um, I want to pull up his actual tweet. It's funny because yesterday he he just put out a tweet that said, I love Twitter, and then 24 hours later, hey, guys, I'm resigning. (laughs) Uh, But I want to pull up the actual tweet of his resignation. I'm going to read out part of his resignation letter. It just says, uh, to, uh, from Jack Jorsey to Twitter team, hello team. After almost 16 years of having a role at our company from co-founder to CEO, to chair, to executive chair, to interim CEO and back to CEO, I decided it's finally time for me to leave. Why? And then he talks about like the, uh, importance of companies being founder led, but eventually they have to go out on their own without their founder because being founder led is a single point of failure. And I I kind of agree. Mm. Um, but uh, he goes on and talks about the the new CEO they're gonna have, and um, the new board. Do chair. we know who are they? Huh?
1: Do we know who are the new like CEO? Uh, the new CEO is, is the new CEO
0: is new CEO rather. Uh, well, the new CEO will be. He says, Parag, "I forget what his actual first name is, but Parag is his." I thought you were about to say Parappa the Rapper. No, not Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> I wish Twitter <laughs> oh, might be a better yo! place uh I, f- I think that's his-, his surname i don't know what his uh f- first name is um but i know he's been with uh, twitter for a long time he started as an en- uh, like a basic engineer there and now he's the ceo um well um and then uh he is also going to be replaced as board chair by brett taylor who was also a former engineer of uh at twitter um and then he also Good luck with that shit storm Just gonna yeah. say that. And he, he ends he ends his letter by saying, "I want you all to know that this was my decision, and I own it. It was a tough one for me, of course. I love this service and this company, and." all of you so much. I'm really sad yet really happy. There aren't many companies that get to this level and there aren't many founders that choose their company over their own ego. I know we'll prove this was the right move. Uh, We'll have an all hands meeting, blah, blah, blah. Until then, thank you for all the trust you placed in me and for the openness to build Uh, that trust in our new ceo and yourselves i love you all sign jack p.s i'm tweeting this email out my one wish is that twitter inc will become the most transparent company in the world hi mom i feel like he
3: didn't fucking actually tweet that out (laughs) i I feel like they hired an intern and they are like hey so the the ceo is retiring um Hmm.
0: We did a script, well, out. this is uh, this this is a screenshot from Jack Dorsey's actual email account, so I'm assuming he wrote it. Again, like, I listen, guess.
3: when there's a changing of the guard who knows when they fucking put the bag over your head and throw you in the fucking trunk right that's something i was going to say they have all your shit logged in that's so. something i was
0: going to say this actually someone pointed this out and I, I 100% agree this feels like the the moment after you overthrow a tyrant you don't know if it's going to lead to decades of peace or everyone getting thrown in the gulag
3: <laughs>
0: yikes that's exactly what this <laughs> feels like cuz i have such mixed feelings about jack dorsey i think like i think twitter had I think under his care, he's allowed Twitter to become this really cesspool of content. But at the same time, I feel like he may not have had an enormous amount of control over that.
1: It's Twitter. How can you control it?
3: Um, they control plenty of it by censoring a lot of stuff. but yeah. that's true. Never mind, like, I retract that. Like,
0: and it, and it, I have such mixed feelings about Twitter too. Like, on one hand, like the actual service itself, the idea behind it is actually really good. How so no, many people use disagree. it is really bad. I disagree. No, I, think, is shit. I think Twitter
3: is shit. I think Twitter no, I is the like who decided to give a fucking speakerphone to the internet. Who thought that was a good idea well twitter wasn't fucking the first
0: assholes. twitter wasn't the first
3: place to do that no but it popular popularized it and like it fucking rolled into it really hard like battle royale you know, fighting for the it. position of ceo i'd be I'd, okay let's do that dude i'd fucking do it <laughs> be like i feel like i'd have a better chance of becoming a ceo of a company by doing it in a br mm. <laughs> honestly speaking <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. Just I, I feel no, like Twitter this is. shit. Is, I, I agree. It'll be very interesting to see what happens with Twitter now that that Jack Dorsey, one of the co-founders, is actually gone and, and no longer really has much in the way of input. He does say Listen, he does say in this in fucking this, nothing, uh, nothing's uh, gonna change. Maybe. You know
3: why? You think fucking Jack Dorsey had any say in any of the shit that happened? No. You know who actually had the actual say? The fucking chairmans.
0: Yeah. Board. Well, he was They're the chairman the of the board actually, too. He wasn't a part of the board. Yeah, he was he the chairman was. of the board too while he was CEO. Mm. Um, and he has but he has actually still not... he is staying on the board. He actually goes into that on in in this letter too that he's staying on the board until his term ends yeah. in May. But there's year. like
3: board members like just because you want to do right doesn't mean the rest of your if you've ever fucking had to work with under a company where you've met the board chairman stuff like that like you've met the chairman of the board mm-hmm. and you've met the board members mm-hmm. you're gonna understand that. There's a whole political fucking, like, field to navigate there. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know how you watch fantasy shows and you see, like, the king talking to the nobles? It's very similar to that. Where mm-hmm. you as a peasant, you're walking on fucking eggshells. Because you know at a glance these motherfuckers could just fucking end your life and your whole entire family.
0: But John said something I, I definitely – I don't think that Jack Dorsey had that much control over what happened at Twitter. I think no. he wanted it to be something different than it was, and he just couldn't do anything about it.
3: Listen, like, a lot of people think CEOs are, like, head honchos of companies. And for the nah. most part, they are if all they the if they control the company, as in, like, there is no board. Mm-hmm. Like, if they are the final say.
0: Like a yeah. president and CEO position.
3: Yeah, like a president and CEO, like you're the founder, president, and CEO. You own the company, all the stock, shit like that. Mm. Sure, 100%, you can tell everyone to fuck off. But when you get to a company the size of like Twitter, where you have like 500 plus fucking employees, you're going to have a fucking – like th- that's what all the bureaucracy is about. And yeah. that's how yeah. mega corporations just kind of go. Uh, once you have this many people and it becomes top heavy, everything is kind of out of your control. And there's kind of, like, a norm that they're like, oh, yeah, this is how we do things, and it's not going to change for a very long time, especially if it makes them money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jack like, Dorsey even talked about this. He talked about it was like about a year and a half ago. He said that how difficult it is for to get anything social media-wise to scale properly. Like, once you get past a certain user base, it just doesn't scale. You can't have enough employees to manage it all. It just yeah. snowballs I mean, out of that's control. Just
3: it's it's really no one's fault like this is just this nature of how the beast, yeah. it's the nature well, of the
0: internet it's the nature of what the internet has become
3: it's the nature of growth in general like we you'll never have like unless it's if it could actually scale that'd be scary because then twitter would be skynet yeah that be would be ooh. Ooh, wow.
0: <laughs> people with scary. twitter opinions or whatever are terrible <laughs> i mean you may not be wrong
3: don't you speaking have of like two Twitter accounts, there, then? I have. Like, well, yeah. I mean,
0: the, the 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 podcast itself has a Twitter account, but we mostly just retweet like stuff from Crunchyroll and other anime pages like that, and then speaking,
1: find memes of... and shit. <laughs> speaking of CEOs and bureaucracy and shit, uh, Bobby Kotick. So, oh yes,
0: yes, G- yeah. Please go ahead.
1: So did you guys hear about that one time where Bobby Carter actually threatened a, a worker that he's going to murder her for yeah, s- yeah. That yeah, month yeah. In the,
3: um, the It's the Blizzard guy, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. Bobby Carter is the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Seems he's like a great guy. Yeah, a wonderful um, person. So... so let's talk about that for a bit.
3: So I don't know the full story uh, about this because I honestly don't give a crap about all this, like, they're still hiring they literally just did a art contest for uh world of warcraft at my school <laughs> like
1: like right now like like they are I a walkout and bobby kodig said something along the lines of um something along the lines of like if like there is no change like if nothing's gonna change i will resign which i mean uh-huh
0: do it do it coward doubt. do I mean, it i mean
1: doubt it i doubt Fucking it doubt. press x to doubt Fucking doubt yeah. yeah but like i think one of the things that caught my eye of like this week both piz spencer the ceo of like the sony division and Doug bowser like sort of like made public statements they are reconsidering working relationship with activision which is kind of nuts i've never seen that happen in this sort of situation which is not gonna so happen I mean, yeah, like, you know, you know, that's the funny thing about it. I mean, Call of Duty just like made a big bunch of money they made off of it. So I guess now it's time to say they are going to reconsider. Here's the thing. Um, What they're they're going to reconsider
3: is they're going to renegotiate terms for how much money they get. They're like, hey, Activision Blizzard, you guys are a PR fucking disaster. So you need to give us a bigger cut if you want us to fucking put you on our platform that's what they're yeah. actually talking that's what they're gonna do don't get me wrong yeah. don't get any of this twisted they don't give a shit about the culture all right oh yeah these for people, sure these, these faces these ceos are not faces of these companies they don't they sure they're people but they represent a company i i am very pro-union <laughs> i am very anti-corporate
1: <laughs> it's a shame that not a lot of, it's it, it's a shame that a lot of people are not pro-union for some reason
3: uh because yeah, at of least the propaganda it seems
1: well, yeah. the reason,
3: I, I can actually tell you why everyone Oh, here we go.
1: Aren't I, no, I want to hear you. Yeah,
3: it's, it's a history of unions basically fighting back against the, the rich. You know, we actually, you know, unions used to actually fucking go and fuck up the foremans, break into the house, and fucking break their legs and shit. Mm. And the rich people got scared because, like, okay, so we can actually get fucked up by these poor people. Well, now, because the rich people have been in power for so long, they've become buddies with people who are, like, policy makers, like congressmen. There's a bunch of congressmen and even like uh that like like joe biden and stuff his congressmen mm-hmm. that are anti-union and they've been spitting this anti-union rhetoric for so long because they're like unions are bad because there were bad times in unions and because they are the lawmakers and they have like the media and stuff on their side they can spin whatever story they want they make it seem like unions are always a bad like oh you don't want to work in a union why would you work in a union they keep lazy people there which is
1: true uh, that's they do. what they're trying to say
3: yeah they there's a bunch of fucking propaganda out there mm. to be anti-union like mm. and to be I fair, there happens, in the union there have been some I, unions I to...
0: out there that have done really shitty stuff to workers too over the oh years. yeah 100 like
3: it's well i mean that's just how positions of power work like yeah. people are gonna filter in that are just not great people but overall like if you look at When I look at my union job compared to non-union jobs, like this factory versus my last factory, man, Mm -hmm. I get paid a lot more money to do a lot easier work. Mm. So it's like... And the fact that so many rich congressmen who not only get paid like $150,000 a year to decide to fuck over the American people, they are so anti-union because they have buddies lining their pockets and their interests. Like, it's fucking disgusting. That's so shitty. And, like, it's kind of... The only way for the American workers to take back, you know, our... we got to seize the means of production, right? we got to control everything. I know, like... (laughs) The blood greases the wheels! (laughs) Anyway. uh, (laughs) You you never want to get me started on fucking... (laughs) You, you so yeah it.
1: so so pretty much like like I find the whole Activision Blizzard story fascinating because like it's kind of insane this is like happening um and how like it impacts so many people at so many different levels like obviously like I feel bad for the workers who had to suffer through that shitty work culture that mm-hmm. were there for like the past who knows how many years and of course Bobby Carrigan has been there for 30 years but only recently he knows of that he never knew he never knew of course um how and, he, was he just going around like this, la, 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 I
0: don't see anything, I, know, I right? don't hear anything.
1: It's like, and it, I, I love it. It's like, so a few, like, a month ago by now, so they so one, of I don't remember what was the position, the company, but she, this person, she sent out this letter, this email for all the workers inside the company, like all these allegations that are put against us are lies and it's not true and it's just false that the California is suing us and all of that. Bobby Kotick told her to write that letter, which is incredible. Of course, after he was sort of threw her under the bus for writing that letter, which is again, it's like wonderful. So,
3: yeah, no, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a case it's of a shitty human situation. being. <laughs> it's well, it's a, it's a case of a shitty human being being caught being shitty human, right? Yeah, and he's doing whatever he can to try to save not only his job, but I mean, his own at this point, saving face he's not trying to say uh, no trying he's, to not save... trying to save he's trying to minimize place. the damage that he's causing the company <laughs> he's doing a great job he should keep doing it he's gonna be offered the um the golden parachute that's... right he's it's gonna, gonna be a, nice, yeah, a yeah, nice severance package a very nice severance package he's trying to make sure he gets a very nice fucking uh golden parachute <laughs> that's all yeah. it is at this point and that's just the reality of the situation like these are problems that kind of just come across as like uh I'm not surprised that he would say shit like that, like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, cause, you know, you're the head honcho of a multi-billion dollar company. Like, mm.
1: no the one The fucking... thing is, someone actually died. Someone should committed suicide from this environment. It's, yeah. it's it still kinda yeah, blows but, my mind.
3: You know, it's just like how, everyone should understand, HR does not exist to protect you as a worker. HR yeah. exists to protect the company, the company. from damages. Mm. So, like, this isn't shit, like, they're going to, you know, you go to HR about this stuff. They're not going to do it out of your best interest. They're doing it to make sure the company doesn't fucking take flack for it. And that's kind of the same situation that happened here where, you know, this incident happened. And because they were so removed from it, they're like, well, that is fucked. They might think that's fucked up, but their main concern isn't. Well, how do we stop this from happening and how we should punish these people involved? Their concern is well, how do we minimize the impact to the company and the image? Can we just pay these people off to shut the fuck up about it?
2: Mm, yeah. And
3: like fucking 99 out of 100 companies are going to do the exact same thing and it's going to be that, right? Yeah. How much money can I pay to sweep this under the rug so it doesn't become a big fucking deal?
1: yeah it's yeah. just kind of it's just kind of frustrating and, and like it's and again we talk about like like i talk about how it affects so many different people like hearing comments from people who like play wow well and they're like i don't feel comfortable playing this game knowing what people went through to make it I'm like
3: yeah like uh <laughs> like the whole um fucking mccree being uh renamed chain
1: through. yeah renamed it's like i don't I'm know what to say now something everyone's something. gonna keep
0: calling him mccree
3: <laughs> i I, don't, Probably. I honestly don't remember what they cassidy jesse cassidy right sounds like a porn yeah. star it does sound yeah, like I a know.
0: porn star name they renamed him
3: to cassidy i remember that but uh yeah they removed like the um so they renamed it because the guy who they named mccree after is like he's part of that the problem yeah. and then um they removed like npcs or something in wow that that, that were, were named after
1: like yeah yeah because the and names like...
0: were really the problem yeah, it's
1: it's the, memes. the names were
3: the problem. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's just so disingenuous, right? Like that's the most fucked up thing about the situation is how disingenuous the company is being
0: in trying to rectify this. It's but, like it's like they they've been, they've spent the last what however many years this has been going on shooting themselves in the foot with the Glock, and now they're gonna take out a fucking twelve gauge and shoot themselves in the other foot.
3: I wouldn't say they're shooting themselves in the foot. Like I said, they <laughs> there was an accidental discharge, but they're trying to make sure that you know we don't know that it was an accidental discharge. Yeah, and they're trying to minimize the impact. And again, they're just trying to they're trying to make money, man. That's an, they didn't yeah. they're not going to restructure shit. A hundred percent, the guy's going to have to step down, and he's going to get offered a fucking golden parachute. He might still be on the fucking. Oh yeah, he might still be on
1: the board. Like, yeah, it's 100%. Not, like, the moment the moment things might change is if he, he loses the money. Because so far he made the board a lot of money. Yeah, Let's look, be yeah. honest, in the past like if, few decades. If he
0: does if he doesn't like get offered a position on the board, he'll probably just get a shit ton of stock options and a bunch of cash money and just told to leave. So it's gonna happen.
3: Unfortunately, that's exactly what happens to the CEOs of other companies with big scandals.
0: Unless they commit, yeah. like, an actual major, Like, if they actually just go out and fucking murder someone unless on they, camera.
3: <laughs> yeah, unless they do, like, a made-off situation where they rip people off and it's like, well, you can't overturn this.
0: <laughs> or they literally mm. just walk out, film themselves shooting someone in the fucking head.
1: They'll still yeah. get away with it? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> They'll still get away with it. I have no faith. <laughs> no faith. No faith. No, no faith.
0: faith. No faith. <sighs> Can we talk yeah, about something like, a little bit more happy, please?
1: I mm, just say what's the other thing I wrote down. I don't know about that. Oh, do Lord. I? Go for um,
3: it. Well, go I mean, I it. have one more thing to talk
0: about that's kind of a silly thing, but do it. Do it, John. Like, go, go, go. Yeah, John. Like, go
1: for it, John. Like, I want to talk about it because go
0: you, got, you got me for about another 25 minutes. Then I got to go.
3: Okay. Uh. All right. So I'm going to speed run through this because it was something I, I made Lacey, my girlfriend, write this down for me because I was like, We went to a Brazilian steakhouse, and it's
0: like $60 a person, right? Is it Texas Day Brazil? What? No. Was it Texas Day Brazil? No? No, 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 no. no. Is it like
1: an all-you-can-eat buffet sort of? Yes. Oh, these are the best.
0: Yeah. So, it's
3: like $60 a person, and it's, you know, it's a Brazilian steakhouse, so you got, like, fucking good cuts of steak there, and it's fucking expensive. So, I remember the first time we went there to the steakhouse, I remember there was a party of, like, 15 people, right? And I was oh, like, "Holy yeah. shit, that's a lot of fucking people." These people are gonna drop like a thousand dollars on fucking dinner. And I was like, "Well, rich Asians, like, and it doesn't <laughs> surprise me in the area and everything." I'm like, "Yeah, rich Asians, that crazy does rich." Does Well, because I'm gonna be honest, I looked at some of the um the women and what they're wearing, like their purses and their like jewelry. I'm like, they have the the amount of money they have on their person right now is what more than what I make in a year. So I was like, hey, man, if you guys want to drop $1,000 on one meal, go ahead. <laughs> like, you know, that, that, obviously, that ain't fucking money. So hmm. uh, <laughs> I wanted to bring this up because this other time that we went, the last time that we went, a couple weeks ago, another fucking family, Asian family, came in, but they had babies. <laughs> there was five kids, right? Like five kids under the age of, I'd say, fucking four. Wow. Oh, to a fucking all-you-can-eat steakhouse. Holy shit. And I'm like, okay, first of all, that's like, what, five times 60, $300, right? You got $300 you're going to spend for these kids to be here, and they're not going to even fucking eat the steak. Like, they're going to – if they're going to eat any of the meat, it's going to be fucking well-done stuff, you know, which is, like, disgusting. Don't fucking eat steak well done. Don't ever do that. And, like, (laughs) for the most part, they're probably going to ask for, like, mac and cheese and chicken tendies, you know? And this like this flashed me back to when we were at me and my girlfriend were at Disney World where we went to a place that was like one hundred and fifty dollars per person. Right. Okay. And there are kids here like obviously it's Disney World. There's going to be kids here, but there is this family of like eight. Right. And they had four kids, like four children, ages six and below. And I'm like, and they're ordering fucking at this place that costs a hundred and fifty dollars per person. They're getting the goddamn chicken tenders, and it a bit. It's like that's a lot of money, man. Why would you bring your kid to eat here? Like, just fucking buy them McDonald's, throw them in the goddamn hotel room. Yeah. Like, keep them home. <laughs> Hire a babysitter. Stay keep home. The fucking McDonald's. Stay, stay, home. stay at home. Stay home. <laughs> stay home. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, nah, stay home. Be nice. Stay home.
1: <laughs> but,
2: like,
3: it it, it just – it's insane it's to insane. me. How, yeah, I agree. Well, not only just throw away money like this, but, like, why? Why would you bring a kid here that can't even appreciate being here? Hmm. Like, I get that, yeah, we're here, you know, memories for the family. Remember that time me and your dad took you to Disney World and we got to eat at the castle? Like, yeah, that was great. It was $150 per person, so, it, you know, the food was fucking fantastic. But these kids can't even appreciate it. Like, I don't understand – if the kids can't appreciate it, why would you bring them? You're just yeah. wasting I don't, money. I don't enough.
1: get that mentality as well. Like, I
3: they're, yeah. they would be – they would find entertainment in just being – staying at home with a babysitter and getting fucking McDonald's, yeah. to be honest. And it just Heck. drives me – not insane, but it's just like, I go, why? Why? <laughs> I don't the understand. The
1: question is why. I mean like, – some you know, people I guess I, have that extra income and they can. Yeah, like, they if, don't you, mind, if, do if you it. got
3: if yeah. you got money, you want to piss away your money? Go right ahead, man. We piss yeah. away money doing random crap all the time, right?
1: We this like fucking Akina figure just arrived after <laughs> a year, and yeah, like show it, like...
0: show it on the stream, show it.
1: Oh I'll my right god!
0: <laughs> I really hope Keep whatever going. like thing we got going on here doesn't make it disappear. <laughs> I know, but,
3: but yeah, it's just I don't know if I would spend. $600 to let my kid go to fucking Disney World and eat freaking
0: chicken tenders. Hmm. Like, <laughs> what? I don't get it either. And the, the crazy thing is, you talk about expensive restaurants, right? Like, some of these restaurants are not really for kids that they're taking kids to. Like, if it's a, if yeah. it's a steakhouse or, or whatever kind of restaurant that's made for, like, couples or adults, they take their... Oh, there you go. It's echidna.
3: How much did you pay for that? I want to say. <laughs> too much exactly. how long did we you have to wait for money. it uh, 20, yeah, like a year.
0: My, my the biggest complaint is like these kids can't
3: appreciate these no, things Why that's the biggest thing
0: it's, it's a waste of money because they're gonna get whatever the least common denominator type thing is on the menu because it's the only thing they know that they like like chicken yeah. tenders chicken nuggets spaghetti whatever something that's made for kids and you're spending a shit ton of money for stuff that they're never gonna remember like yeah. ten years later, they're not going to remember the chicken nuggets they had at the castle at Disney at Magic Kingdom. That's why I ask, who is it really for at that point?
1: Mm. I, that's, a,
0: that's a great question because you can't even say it's for the the parents that are trying to live vicariously through their kids because the kids don't even appreciate it. Yeah, I
3: don't like. Uh, maybe it's, it's not
1: so even that complicated. complicated. Maybe it's for the parents. Just oh, I'm hanging out with my kids, and that's good enough. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's, that's yeah. what, what some maybe parents. Maybe that are. is.
3: You know, I get it. But... Maybe that's it.
1: I don't know, man. Like, I wouldn't do it. Maybe, like, if I, did
0: would. If I want to
1: spend good like time with my kids, I'd rather do something more. If that it sounds so condescending, but if,
0: if I ever have maybe. kids, like up until the age of like they're they're seven, eight, nine, ten, to to the point where I know they're not gonna cry at some random shit at a at a restaurant because they didn't get their way.
2: Oh I'm no. they're
0: McDonald's. That's all they're gonna eat if they go out. <laughs> How very southern of you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's cheap
3: it's oh, cheap and it will sick. shut them up <laughs> but yeah that's like i don't know like because like you, to me my kid as a kid maybe it's because i grew up poor maybe that's why i feel like the greatest moments i had sharing with my parents was just being with them and doing stuff yeah like it didn't matter how much it cost because you're a kid kids don't know how th- much things cost they can't appreciate that that's yeah. yeah they might be able to look back on it when they're older and appreciate it sure but wouldn't you rather spend the money when they're older when they can appreciate it mm. on them like doesn't that make more sense
0: it's like when i when i was growing up as even as a small kid some of the best memories i have with my father is him taking me to baseball games yeah like, I remember that shit, and I, I appreciated it at the time because it really got me into baseball. And I appreciate it now because I'm still a baseball fan because of that shit. You're
1: going to make me a baseball fan once I come to the if you co- If
0: you come to the U.S., especially if you come to Otakon next year, the Nationals will be in town in D.C. while we're there. I will take you oh, to uh, a
1: baseball game. For, 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 for like... I'll 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 come just for like to give it a shot. Whatever. I mean, just they for
0: posterity's
3: sake, like, they, they
1: yeah, will exactly. shut Alex yeah. up.
3: Like, exactly,
1: they
0: will I mean, be playing the Mets. Real American baseball. They will be playing the Mets that that the three days after the convention. So I really wish we could get you a better team for them to play. <laughs> <laughs> the Damn. Mets suck. The New York Mets, the Mets suck. Fans. R.I.P. Yeah, no, being a Mets
3: fan is like the worst. If you like listen, a Seahawks fan, to be you, honest.
0: If you're watching this and you're a Mets fan, I'm sorry, but your team has sucked for 25 years. I don't care. Wow. fucking savage, man. This is why we get canceled.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: That's not like it's New York Yankee fans. New York Yankee fans are fucking rabid Boy. Yeah
1: where you fucking go you're just burning all the bridges we have <laughs>
0: burn every yeah. single bridge
3: we own man
1: all right natai
0: i know you want to talk about it so to take us out with this man
3: just a little bit no spoilers yeah just a little bit man
1: i watched three episodes of the netflix cowboy bebop and it's not great <laughs> <laughs> Listen, to say the you, least. All
3: right. So, do you guys remember that, like, that teaser trailer that I posted in the chat? Did you guys watch that?
1: The Lost Sessions.
0: Uh, yes, I watched it.
1: That uh, was somewhat the one where it's like that's
3: that's nutbags, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sums that, up Bebop the the show.
1: <laughs> I honestly would have like. Here's the thing. I would prefer the show was more like it because it was it would have been less boring. That's the. <laughs> That's the Ouch. worst thing about it.
0: Ouch, bro. Wow. So to to be fair, you've only watched the first three episodes,
1: right? And I sort of had my fill. Hmm. But like, and I know some stuff that comes later is even worse. So I was like, maybe I'd want to like, maybe this is my time to just bail out. <laughs> but like, I do want to talk about it more. Because here's the thing. So like, yeah, I do like the original show. But I walked into this like being, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then the first episode started, I'm like, Oh, so we're doing bits from the movies now. Okay. Yeah. And it's not it's not good. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. And My... so like I am not gonna spoil stuff, but let's just say like they pull some like a section from the not gonna have it in store movie. So John the... and I are,
0: John and I have been watching it. Well, I think John, John are you finished watching it or no? Oh yeah, and Maryland. Okay. okay. Wait. So, <laughs>
1: Alex, how much have you watched? I've only
0: watched the first two episodes currently, but I'm going to watch like probably like the next four or five tonight and then tomorrow night probably the rest of it. Um, but
1: so the first episode is just a good example of things that I just really don't like about what they're doing because it's like the first, the first red flag for me was like what putting the first episode and it's an hour long. Like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Okay, sure. And then it's like, it's just a list of things that I'm like, hmm, I don't know, man. Like, I want to like it. But like, to be fair, a lot of people give shit to, what's his name, John Cho. Mm
0: -hmm. I think he's
1: fine. Like, I don't have much issues (laughs) with him. Like, I think he's fine. I like his, his like sort of interaction with Jet. The guy who plays him is like, is also like pretty good. They have a shitty script to work with, but I like their interactions. They're like like, fine. the,
0: The chemistry is good.
1: Yeah, the chemistry, the chemistry is good, but like, like the first episode is pretty much like sort of taking the plot line for the first episode of the show and just stretches it out with a lot of filler. Yeah, and like, it's like I love that first episode, and they go for some of the same bits, bits, but they don't work because they sort of miss the point of some of them. Like, remember that one time in the first episode when Spike talks to Katarina, and it's very playful. You know, it's just goof- like goofing around and talking to her. And they sort of allude to something that happened to him in the past. But it's very it's very subtle about it. It doesn't go like any deeper. Of course, it's Netflix. And of course, this is the adaptation we got. He's like three times, you remind me of someone, looks to, to, the, to the air, and it just flashes back to his past. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't know, it seems very anime to me.
1: Well. I'm, look at the fucking show! It's like, it's very mature about it, it's very, it's like, it doesn't insult you with it, right?
0: He does here, he says nut.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. Also, I don't know what you think, I know how John feels, I don't know how you feel about it, Alex, but like, so Faye shows up in the first episode, right? Yeah. I don't use that word often, but that was... Very cringy. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a hard time when she I, was on screen. I
0: have. I, I'll be honest. So far, I have very mixed feelings about it. I don't think it's outright like awful, like a lot of people are saying. My biggest issue with some of the criticisms that people were lobbying at this, and I've heard multiple people say this, and they're fu- they're objectively wrong when they say this. When they say that it's not like the anime. Well, no fucking shit. It's not like the anime. You know why? Because it's a fucking live action show. I
1: don't give a shit about it people's criticism about the show I'm talking about the show now right like and again and you're totally correct it's funny it doesn't need to be the anime it needs to be something else but the weird thing for me is how they talk about like they didn't want to fuck this up because it's Cowboy Bebop hmm. give this show the budget it deserves there's like they totally didn't like give this like the, the budget and the time to make this like a great thing like they I was surprised there was like no chase in space or something like that like it was like the yeah. fights were very <laughs> the fights felt kind of like we I the editing the action was kind of weak and it's like oh it's just a shootout in a parking lot and it's like it's it's just bad it's not great it's not great there's this one shot of Faye like walking towards the camera shooting or gun. it it looks bad it looks, it looks bad it doesn't look good and then it's like this is the show that you didn't want to fuck up how come like netflix didn't like bring in because netflix has the money for this they can give this a big budget and like a visionary like someone behind the camera to just like go full on and just
3: no no no, no. they up. they spent all the money
1: getting um yoko kano on the soundtrack probably which, what they by, spent the way, by the way by the way it's like i love yoko kano's soundtrack but they, i don't know who is editing the soundtrack but god damn, like they they like nah nah it's like they just like pull random bits and pieces of music and play in the background it's just like it doesn't yeah, come, like it doesn't complement the show that yeah. well
3: like, it doesn't – hurt. they they literally only use Tank, and then they, um, they use Greenbird. They, the of... they
1: also use the, the opening music from the movie, Ask DNA, in one of the scenes, which is a really fun and, and upbeat music, and I love that track. But the, when did they use it? When it's just Spike and Jet sitting talking. It's like, who the fuck is making these decisions to edit this yeah. music? So like that. Like, it
0: sounds like what you're saying is, and I might agree with you if this is what you're saying, that the, the music itself is good, just the sound and music editing isn't.
1: Like it's just like when it's the music from the original show, yeah, because it is a terrific music. Like of course I love it,
2: hmm.
1: but whoever is like choosing to edit it and piece it together throughout, because one of the things people like talk on and on about when they talk about the original show, about is how collaborative effort it was of like Watanabe creating the scenes and then showing them to Yoko Kahn and she creates the music then he likes something about it so he changes the scene according to that which is really cool and you feel that throughout the show like a really good like description of Cowboy Bebop is like you can feel like the the band is just off to the corner playing the music for the show mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. great and you lose all of that in this new adaptation because it doesn't feel like they work together to complement each other both the visuals and the music it's like yeah, you kind of missing the point that.
0: I can see that, at least from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, also, I'm not going to give any of my opinion
3: about Bebop because because go for the cast.
1: Yes. <laughs> One last thing then. This show hates Julia, and that hurts me on a personal
3: level. <laughs> <way. laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I want to finish the show.
0: Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll,
1: I'll give it a shot for John. For John, I'll, I'll keep going. We'll. Like, uh, Ida,
0: Ida says the anime characters were calm, cool, and mysterious. The live action was, according to the original creator, wanted to see them with more emotion. Unfortunately, the actors were kind of cringe. See, if people keep saying that, and I haven't seen anything. I don't think the thing is overall cringe. Like, I genuinely okay, think. So you know why? Because you haven't met Ed yet. True. Um, but, show up. Uh, but I Last haven't. Episode. I no. haven't seen anything yet that makes me think the entire production is 100% cringe. Okay. No,
1: I don't say the entire thing is clean. I have so much
0: to say about it. I really
3: want to fucking talk about it. But again, we got to wait. We don't have enough time. Yeah, we don't. I actually do have to go very soon. But my only advice is that, honestly, if you're going to finish it, finish it knowing your opinions of it right now are not going to change.
1: Hmm. Um, I I have a feeling. That's why I stopped at episode three. But yeah, I'll keep going. Honestly,
3: you know what? not gonna lie your opinion of it's gonna drop even more
2: <laughs> by the no. time you get to the end of it
0: <laughs> like uh, I, have, I have so I much to say
2: about,
0: about it bitches. but uh, um, but yeah John I, I don't know if Natai will be joining us but John and I will 100% be recording a spoiler cast for the live action Cowboy Bebop um, later this week uh, not tomorrow uh, Wednesday
1: I'll do my best Wednesday uh, is a special day for me, I'm sorry. But I, I, I know,
0: know, I know, I know. This, it, it's December 1st, it's, it's JoJo Part 6 is dropping. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are better shows out there to be watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we are going to be doing to that, and I time. think our plan is to have that actually come out um, next Monday, which will be, what, the 6th of December? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was kind of just, I, I could, right, listen. When the
3: Bebop uh, live action was announced. I rolled my fucking eyes because I can or... count on no fingers how many live action adaptations of animes I like.
0: All <laughs> right, Edge of Tomorrow <laughs> no. of animes. Okay, that that, like. okay, the yeah, okay, fair enough because that is an like, adaptation of a, of a novel. So, like, I, I first
3: of all, I didn't even, I don't even, I haven't read the source material, so I my opinion of it could very much change if I go read the source material. It could have been way better. You like, I don't know. So like from if I know the source, or at least the anime, and I've seen the live action, hmm. I have zero that I can count that I actually thought was good. Um, Not to say that I didn't enjoy it. Like, I did enjoy the live action uh, uh Death Note
0: because it was just so bad. You enjoy it in oh. the same way you enjoy the room. <laughs> yeah, because it's bad.
3: <laughs> it's so it's so bad that it's hilarious and entertaining. And, you know, and then the teaser the dropped for oh, Bebop, and, and I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh god no oh no and I have so much to say about it and I'm gonna save it I have to save it Yeah, I can't, you do. I can't you do. Save the it.
0: surprise
1: I'm sure it'll be worth it I'm um, telling you
0: man there is one other live action adaptation I think that I, ha- I genuinely enjoyed and that was Alita Battle Angel I genuinely enjoyed that but that's just oh. me Oh, Ida! How dare dare you
3: fucking say that to me? Ghost in the Shell was not a great live action adaptation.
0: Oh, oh boy! Here we go! Oh, here
1: we go, boys!
0: Well, speaking of Ghost in the Shell, though, later the uh, later in December we do have a Ghost in the Shell um, movie review coming out. So yeah, the good one. The yeah, the original nineteen ninety five Ghost in the Shell movie. But, great. Uh, I know those are fighting words when you say the live-action Ghost in the Shell movie was good around John. Those are fighting words, bro. Those
3: <laughs> fighting words. Um, Listen, I am one day going to not be lazy and do my fucking 20-page dissertation about why these are
1: bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: Okay, he said, to be fair, he did say good, not terrible, or great. I don't even think it was good, bro. It wasn't even passable, in my
3: opinion. Mainly because of how good the source was. However... True. uh, Like, see, that's what I want to... I'm looking at Bebop through the eyes of, like, adaptation versus standalone. Ghost in the Shell, the uh, remake with ScarJo, standalone? You're right. It wasn't actually terrible. Mm. But that's, like... I could say that about a lot of adaptations, because... Obviously, like, it has its own shortcomings and its own problems that it needs to solve uniquely, especially when it's being released for a Western audience, and I'll, I'll, I'll probably dive more into it when I talk about Bebop, but, yeah, like, 100% I agree, as a standalone, it's actually not terrible. However, as an
0: adaptation, pretty bad. Hmm. that's yeah because that's what people say to me like because i absolutely hate the anime rascal does not turn a bunny girl senpai mostly because it is a shameless ripoff of the monogatari series
1: just monogatari light
0: yeah it is. <laughs> i <laughs> told <laughs> you guys that it's, it's, it's monogatari it's what it's what stupid people think monogatari is Um, it it is monogatari for stupid people i'm not i'm not even gonna apologize for that 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 (laughs) analogy it's exactly what it is but someone asked me one time it's like well what would you think about it if monogatari didn't exist and i thought about it and i'd say it'd probably be a middle of the road like seasonal type of anime in my opinion like a, a six maybe a seven not great mainly because like just because it has the same setting as
3: monogatari the thing that sets Monogatari apart is how it does its storytelling, right? Yeah, its the style. The execution of how it does the story and, like, all the nuances to it. Yeah, the cinematography, like, the style, the... There's a lot more to these shows than just, like, because... Oh, they that's talk funny. I... <laughs> yeah. Her yeah. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> funny man talk funny.
3: <laughs> oh, gosh, Ida. it's seen the t- Tragic Tokyo Ghoul live. act. I- never... Whoa, okay. Yeah, the Tokyo Ghoul live action movie. No, <laughs> never, never. We were at Anime Expo where they premiered that, and I, the line was like, "What? We had to wait four hours or something." For even said, even show not.
0: even show who loves Tokyo Ghoul is like, nah, fam. I, passed.
3: <laughs> I was not gonna fucking wait fucking four hours to watch the live action Tokyo Ghoul because again, like I said,
0: every live action adaptation, adaptation wise, I've always hated every single one I've seen. That's no. why when we first started this and we answered the question from one of our followers, it's like the thing you need to do when you do a live action adaptation: choose something that's grounded in reality. Don't choose something fantastical. Don't choose something that's highly stylized. Choose something that's grounded. That will probably oh. make for a good live action adaptation. Yeah, like *Your Lie in April* or like dramas,
3: basically, right? Yeah. On *Ohana*. coms drama. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I don't know. know. I There's do think. I do think about that one. Yeah.
1: I do think like the anime aesthetic, like type of storytelling, is possible live action. And again, I'll point towards the Matrix. It just like I know it's it's a it's a big just, but it's a matter of like putting the budget and the creative talent behind them behind it to like bring a vision to life, and it can be done. Yeah. I do think it can be not even with just go all out, go all out. Don't like cheap out on this shit. I, the
0: funny thing uh, is, the funny thing is, Natai, like we, and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast in the past, like the reverse is so much easier turning something that's live action into anime. Like you can do it. There's look, really, at look, yeah, look, look at Star Wars Visions. Yeah, look at Star Wars vision. Visions.
1: That was really good. You bring like these creative people, like the time and I'm guessing the money to do what they do best, and you just let them go at it. And Shocking, it turned out pretty good,
3: yeah. Okay, but you got to understand like, again, I love how I always play devil's
1: advocate, right? <laughs> no, go for it.
3: I always now, you know I'm talking
1: about it, I'm, it sounds very naive when I say it. You but got about it's like, five minutes to it play it devil's advocate, and then I got to go.
3: All right. Here's the thing, right? To, to shut it up all once and for all. To do a live adaptation of an anime properly is going to require a huge budget. That huge budget yes. will not fucking exist because, one, anime movies don't bring in that much fucking money, mm. right? There are very rarely a lot of anime movies that make a lot of money. Like, you can name
0: name the top ten, look at how much it costs, how Demon much they made.
1: made a lot of fucking money.
0: Yeah, but Demon, the, Demon movie, the Demon Slayer movie made a lot of money while it was while it was in theaters because it was fucking during COVID and no one could go see it. It still
1: makes a lot of money though. Like there is interest in that fucking brand. See, so the, but here's, the, the thing: there.
3: I'm not talking about anime movies. I'm talking about mm. live action. Live animation. action. Yeah. yeah. You got to look cuz again, all about market research. As it turns out, anime movies already make good money, so why would you want to change that to live action right hmm. and especially yeah. when you look at how much live action money brings in not mm-hmm. a lot no one's gonna want to do it that's why will be that's, perfect that's the clear. real reason like, to be there's, no, clear. there's no I'm... way that they're gonna advocate for like a hollywood like unless some crazy ass fucking producer was like you know what i want to fucking do this in america yeah they're gonna pay the money yeah. for it right? to be they're fucking clear be the i'm not one of
1: these like people who are like i want this in live action i have no real real like interesting like bringing a lot of shows to live action it's like a cool idea but i'm not i'm not starving for live action anime adaptations i will all.
0: say i will say there are examples out there of japanese produced live action adaptations that i do like um even though it's not coot to say this anymore i really like the live action productions of um Rony kenshin like I know it's not cool to say that anymore because the guy who made it is a fucking pedophile. But the movie itself is good. The so movies well. themselves were really well done. <coughs> I mean, the anime movies themselves were even better. But mm. but it is it is an example of of, of like a Japanese produced live action that I actually really enjoyed.
1: Did Tomo live action movie any good? I remember that happened like a few years ago.
0: I I didn't watch
3: it.
2: <laughs> the Gintama fan didn't even watch it. <laughs>
3: uh, listen, I just, I don't like live action adaptations of uh, anime because they never, they near, they never are gonna have enough budget. And if they want to make it good, they'll just make an anime anyway. It makes more money.
0: We see yeah.
3: market research tells yep. us yeah. the anime will make more money. <laughs>
0: Beta test this shit.
3: <laughs> it will cost less and it will make more money.
0: Knees, uh, Samurai Jesus. Deeper Kyo would make, make a decent live action I mean, yeah, it's been a long time since I've watched that But I maybe um, Alex Senpai looks different than what I expected I hope that's a good thing
1: <laughs> You expected a Gremlin
0: If you expected an actual, like, Femboy Fox I'm My, very, very yeah, sorry to disappoint you <laughs> Uh but I got to I, yeah. I got to get out of here cuz I got to start yeah, work very very soon. So um I am going to wrap it up there. Do you guys have anything you want to say before I do the outro? No. Nope. Thanks, for
1: watching. Mm. thanks for watching.
0: Yeah, thanks for watching. Um I don't know if we're going to do this all the time because um I know starting next semester John your your class schedule will kind of preclude you. you have a recording on a Monday.
3: <laughs> yeah, um Everyone
0: should tune in on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, we'll talk about this after the fact, but yeah. So, but yeah, thank you all out there for dropping in to uh, listen to it. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Uh, check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really, really help us out. Um, with that, I have been your host Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys.
3: Good night, everybody. Bye. Can
0: you can see my hand? Look. Oh. Yeah, kitty, can you, can you, can you? <laughs> no, you can't
1: see my hand either. John, Shinobu is John too powerful. Shinobu
2: is